Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 94 of Beer and Others, the podcast adjunct series. This is something a bit different. If you're watching, uh, you might the screen kind of looks a bit different. This is the most guests we've ever had on the pod before, and I'm super excited because this is uh, uh, we're going to be celebrating a large project that a whole bunch of us like. What was I going to say? I was going to qualify us as beer me, but a whole bunch of friends in the craft beer scene. We all put together this project. We're super proud of it. And uh, you know what? We made it work to get everybody on the call at once. So I'm going to bring everybody in one at a time. First of all, we have Matt from Vox and Hops. If you can. Oh, look at that bull. Matty's in the building. He's sex guy. What's up? What's up, bro? What up? What up? Welcome. We we're have, back. we're back. We're back this time. No falls. Uh, next, we have Noah Forrest from Beerism in the building. Where is he? Hello. There he is. Look at you. Gorgeous bastard. What up, what up? We have, for the first time ever, we have Gab from Hoppy Bitch holding it down. There she is. What up? Sorry. Are you going to speak English or French tonight? We didn't even talk about that. Uh, oh. I will try to speak English. <laughs> We could go to a bit of French if Matt you need will to. help me. <laughs> no problem. Yay. <laughs> um, we have Max from Brasserie General back again. There he is. Welcome, sir. We have the two 30-year-olds here. Love it. Love to see it. Hello there. What up, brother? Welcome. And finally, we have Uncle Kevin from La Canette, the finest uh, retailers of craft beer in the entire province. Third time back. What up, Pitt? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's his or her name oh kevin's like fuck you i'm out <laughs> oh sorry it's grizzly yeah grizzly yeah. <laughs> what a cutie <laughs> welcome guys thank you all for uh for hanging out and uh for matt for helping me figure out this uh six person business the whole new thing so if everyone uh who are watching or listening by the time this comes out they must have seen all of our, you know, profile pictures as cartoons and all of our ridiculous videos and incessant promo of, uh, of something that we've done together, which obviously is the entire point. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about C'est Juste, un, hang on, C'est Juste de la Bière, because I was writing down the names that are C'est Juste. Un, uh, a collab that we did with the four content creators and, and beer media alongside Kev from La Canette and Max at Brigi making it all happen. So I'm stoked. I actually have not, I think I'm probably the only one here who hasn't tried the beers. You haven't? Either. I haven't. I haven't tasted a beer yet. Okay. I want, I, I oh shit. And that, yeah, I'm excited, bro. I think it's more fun to, to do this stuff. I want to do it and look you all in the eye as close as possible, <laughs> you know? So, uh, we're going to get into the details, but obviously we're not going to sit here thirsty while we're explaining it. So we're going to kick off, uh, with my collab with the squad, which is a Moteca dry hopped Pilsner with my stupid face on the can and all those other sexual faces right there. Um, so Max, let's talk about this beer, bro. Um, I guess it came about, I wanted to do a crispy. I'm a big, big fan of crispies when we, uh, you know, when we were discussing which beers or what styles we wanted to do, obviously we're going to talk about that shortly about it being, um, more on the traditional style, uh, side of things. And I definitely wanted a Pilsner, which probably was the most annoying one for you, Max, because it needs you know, six weeks as opposed to two, which everyone else has did. 
Yeah, but it totally worth it. No, so and good, so refreshing, and so uh, so crisp. Oh yeah, it really is. Yeah, when we uh, about this project, we we discuss. Uh, um, I discuss with each one of you personally to uh, to see how you uh, you imagine the beer. How, how how do you taste it? Like uh, how do you you wanted it? So about uh, about Craig, it was uh, it was a hoppy pilsner. Made it was the the up the Motwika hops. So um, in this beer, we want we wanted to taste the, the the grain. We wanted to keep it like on the cereal side, on the mm-hmm. crispy thing. But uh, the the is outside uh, for the bitterness and for the aromas. So it's basically just a simple happy uh, uh, pills made with uh, Motwika. So we just keep it simple, straightforward. I love it. I asked you for a, um, I wanted to do something like uh, Pilsner account. I remember specifically something really sort of traditional. And I really love what you guys do with all your crispies. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, which is always phenomenal. And I've got to give, I got to give the credit to Kev. Kev did suggest Moteca. And uh, I know I never want to give Kevin credit, but you know, you know, we got to, got to do what we got to do. What's yeah, we're supposed to be insulting win, each other. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ken? I said, for the win, man. For the win. Yeah. So I, as soon as I crack the can, I can smell it. Well, first of all, guys, pleasure to see all your faces. Get it in you. Cheers. Cheers, Ooh. kids. Mm. Oh, Gab already oh, had yours. Oh, wow. So you, haven't, you haven't tasted it yet. So it's the mm-hmm. first time. Right mm-hmm. here, right now. Oh, shit. Nice. Right. All four of them. I kept them all. I wanted to. I want to hear all you guys talk about it while we're uh, doing it. This is fantastic. So, Super hot bike, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's only four point five. That's nice and light. Is that kind of more what like Pilsner Raquel would be around that kind of ABV? Like, why did it end so. up at four point five as opposed to say five or whatever? I imagine um, Pilsner Raquel is five percent. If my is. memory serves me correct. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah why was it four point five instead of five? Yeah, it's just because of the initial gravity. Uh, I just shoot for a lower initial gravity, mm-hmm. so it finished drier. And you know, you've got that that, um, that light um, light light body, mm-hmm. but with a good mouthfeel. So it's just um, I like it. It's yeah, between four and five. I'm with you, bro. When you go up uh, with like five or six percent alcohol. The, the beer became a, a little bit um, heavier. Okay. But this time, I just keep it on the lower side. Mm. Max, how well does you, do your um, lagers sell um, canning, can-wise and stuff like that? Or is it, you know, IPAs that are everyone wants to buy or or do, do they do pretty well? I know they does a massive amount of Kamem or Kling. Kamem Kling there. I know it's a huge yeah. seller for you guys. Yeah. Uh, actually, with, with our laggers, uh, we just we just did uh, recently like the the, uh, the exode urban. Uh, we don't see it. It's like um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we did come and clean uh, for for the past year uh, a little bit more. And with the with the laggers, we won't fill that big fermenter we got. It's like four uh, four thousand liters. So we just keep it for the laggers. Uh, so uh, for us, it 
uh, you know it allows us to have uh, to produce it and to to sell it to uh, you know a, a more um, a more friendly price. Uh, so accessibility and drinkability is is the mission with with those lagers, and uh, actually they are they are selling pretty well. Uh, I think uh, Camion Clean was the, the biggest selling beer we got last summer. So oh, shit. It, it feels full with the mission. And this year we want to create uh we create another lager, uh, Exod Exodoben, which is more on the European style. And uh, we will do another one like more like uh, an Italian Pilsner in the in the next months. Mm-hmm. So it will be back to back, back to back lagers for uh, that big fermenter. Amazing. I was very stoked to get coming clean yeah. at Brutal Montreal and I saw a bunch yeah. of metalheads crushing them and enjoying them to the fullest the Great. whole night. That's yeah. awesome. It's killer. The other one as well, I know we talk about this project, but the ones that you just released in Valentine's Day, the um, the collab with Kanawaki was insane at a dark IPL. I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah. That was, that was good too. so fantastic, man. I really, really love that beer. And the innovation behind it, you know, we're a team innovation here. You know the vibes. Um, what yeah, I, what I really like about... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, please. So what I really like about this beer is... Or what's what I find different about it than a lot of the other hoppy pilsners or uh, IPLs or, or whatever is... is in so many ways, it, it feels like a, a bitter, a slightly augmented bitter pills, but then it, it just has that like slight fruity era aura to it, but it mm. doesn't come off like an IPL. It still drinks like a Pilsner, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's unique in that. Mm. When I first heard about what you were going to do, Craig, for this project, my first thought was, oh, crisp chops types. Yeah, type of approach, you know, a hoppy, yes, new world pilsner, but it's completely different. It's way less flowery, way less melon. It's it's much more bitter on the tongue. It's 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 like super enjoyable in a completely different way. Much drier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The dryness is dryness is amazing and make it like a super crispy boy. Like you would crush it, and I would crush it again. Anytime yes. because of that dryness to it. You know, you take a sip and you're just like, I need another sip because you didn't feel like you just drank a beer, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, okay, again, again, and then... It's the inception. Done. The inception of beer. Right. The inception. The inception. I love yeah. it. Um, Gab, did you... I know you had it this week. What did you think? Um... <laughs> I'm not sure I can't answer, but I will try. Okay. Um, we're talking about the your beer, is it? Yes. Okay, the Motueka pills. Well, I really think, um, I, I really love the Mutika, the, the, the hop. I don't remember having tasting that uh, up before but probably i i do but just don't remember i was very surprised when i i cracked the can the odor was like oh wow okay it's it's so cool and um i really love it because um the the floor wall um floral floral fruity for for me, it was more floral than fruity. So uh, yeah, that 
that's the most I can say in English about a beer. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's almost like a smash. It like, yeah. was like 100% Pilsner malt and 100% Motuvika hops. So you, you taste the, the, the bitterness that the Motuvika gives and the aromas at every step, even with the, uh, a lot like a small dry hop, mm -hmm. but it's like 100% Matrika hop. So you kind of feel it 100%. Okay, so you did you use it as a bittering hop and as a finishing yeah. hop? Okay. So, I know that. Yeah. I love that. Go. Yeah. Would, you, would you use Motrika again in any other beer? Yeah, of course, because uh, with this beer, we uh, just, you know, uh, it's like if I discover this hops, and mostly it's used in the New England IPAs and double uh, double IPAs, which is blend with uh, more uh, sweetness and more uh, uh, known hops like mosaic uh, and that kind of stuff. But uh, to have it in uh, like in, in a single hop beer like this, you just uh, you just feel the experience hundred percent and. You know, I would totally use it in other styles and other beers. Cool. Mm. To come back to something that Matt was saying before um, about the, you expected like the crisp topsy, like a more new world thing. The, the concept, and we'll touch on this, is, you know, that we were all trying to do traditional sort of styles with a bit of a twist. So I wanted to, you know, I've been, I talked about here on here a lot, but, you know, I've been really getting into crispies over the last couple of years, like passionately so. And, um, I, I asked specifically asked Max to do a more Pilsner Urkel. And I, I kind of just, you know, we, we didn't talk about grain bills or anything, Max, I don't think. I think we would. Or did we? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, we did. But, we did. you know, I think like uh, with, with the example you gave me, it was pretty simple. Uh, so not, not much, no uh, uh, playground there. Um, it was more like about the brewing process and how of we sub product right so, so basically it's just normal it's just a longer boil and that gives aromas and which yeast so yeah no it's, it's and you nailed it perfectly it's it's exactly kind of what i wanted and i think that the the new world hop gives a really nice sort of you know complement to the the beer that has more of that traditional body and it sort of drinks yeah. more like a traditional, like pills. So I think it was like this is exactly what we intended. This is phenomenal. Like uh, the the you know the old meets new, the little twisted and new. And I, I know it's, it's it's brilliant, man. I'm really really happy with it. So um, this is fantastic. So then let let's give people a bit more of an idea about the project. Now we've sort of gotten the first beer out the way. So if we just want, we can just go around. Like how did it all start? How did all this come together? Because this is an interesting. This is a lot of us working together to figure stuff out it was my, I'll, yeah, I'll take it from i'll take it from the top there uh, i am a person that has lots of ideas uh, <laughs> sometimes those ideas come to fruition uh it typically goes through like a a filter uh before i bring it to fruition before i even pitch the idea i typically pitch it to jessica my wife um she's the producer of the podcast and we've been together forever she always helps me uh think things through, uh, having been from the outside of the beer industry, being a musician, I see a lot of similarities between the craft beer industry and the music industry, hence why the podcast exists and why it works. Um, and it's, 
for good and for bad. You know, there's there's good things that happen in the music industry. There's bad things that happen in the music industry. There's good things that happen in the beer industry. It's the yin and the yang. So so I pitched an idea that I had in my mind to Jessica. She approved it. And then my subsequent always second pitcher that I always pitch my my collab ideas to before I pitched them to breweries is Kevin. So La Canette is really exactly on the way home from the metro to my house. So I stop there frequently. And Kevin knows uh, either I'm saying um, I'm really tired. <laughs> Especially when I was doing Brutal North America, I was like, I'm fucking tired. Uh, or, and then more recently, I, I just pitch ideas to him. And before heading to BG for their eighth anniversary, I had this idea in my mind of doing a beer collab about the toxic uh, beer industry, beer scene, and uh, how we can just make it more pleasant for everyone. And let's start a conversation. Kevin thought it was a good idea. He loves BG. And I actually discovered BG. Well, I fell back in love with BG because of Kevin, um, because I had bought a bunch of their beers when they were... um, I don't want to have Max on the podcast. I said this, a Vox and Hops podcast. Um, they were a grocery store beer before. Yeah. And now they're fucking <laughs> hype. So so props to you for, for doing that in a few short years. Uh, Kevin thought it was a good idea. So I went to the, the eighth anniversary and I pitched the idea to Max. And Max immediately liked the idea of doing a beer collab uh, where we can start a conversation about the toxicity in the beer industry, beer scene, Quebec beer scene, because it's a beautiful industry and beer is meant to be made and enjoyed. And he immediately came back with the idea of what if it was a four pack? What was Max's idea? To do the four pack. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then immediately I was like, let's get Hoppy Bitch in because when Hoppy Bitch dropped her black IPA. I was also dropping a black black IPA at the same time. And she just wrote a message to me saying, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. C'est juste la bière. And I wrote back, I said, that would be a great beer name. For real. And, be- and because of all of that, this is where we're, I came home from Quebec City and I wrote you guys all. Because immediately I thought of you, Craig, uh, BAOS to be a part of it. And obviously, uh, Noah from Beerism. And this is where the whole collab conversation started interesting i didn't know that max was the reason for the four pack and the gap was the reason for the name the one thing to a little bit more context was we had talked so we had a chat with noah matt myself and kevin and we were shooting the shit i think we were complaining about something or as we probably do and whatever and we're like yeah we should we should do a collab or like we were talking about doing a collab of sorts and i think then yeah, go on, go. Today I realized uh, it's been uh, two years today that I saw I I I said for the first time c'est juste la bière. Mm. I saw really? it on, on my uh, Instagram uh, Facebook uh, souvenir, and it, <laughs> it was at the anniversary of uh, uh, Brasserie du Bas Canada. People wa- was uh, stealing glass from oh, them yeah. and a lot of things i was and people went crazy i was like yo guys it's just beer <laughs> so today it's been two years ago that i say that for the first time i think it's it's very funny that now we have a beer with doing this. this yeah it's amazing yeah. so it happened cool. so quickly it happened so yeah. quickly i came home from that i started the chat with everyone uh, I get a lot of emails and chat done in public transport as I head to my day job. And uh, it just it just happened like that. The same night at BJ, uh, we came up with the idea of doing 
we we at first we were fucking around with the idea of doing let's do the most stupidest beers possible, <laughs> and then I felt guilty because uh, there's another project that basically we're all uh, involved in, yeah, exactly, which yeah. will be out very shortly. That that idea was already in creation, so it quickly transformed into I think it was Emil actually that suggested why don't we do classic beer styles, which is Hoppy's, uh, Gavin, yeah, sorry, his um, boyfriend, yeah. Oh, he said that. Look at that. Everyone's contributing. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This I is just really, it. Yeah, no, I didn't know. That. Literally <laughs> nothing. Even Kevin did more than what? Um, I'm fine, Kevin. I love you. So, so I you said my my question to, to bounce this off. Sorry. Uh, yeah, man, go for it. Craig would be. Um, Max, why did you immediately think, let's do a four-pack? Good question. Right, because why not? No, I can't, so why not? <laughs> no, I, I, I just want to have fun, you know. Uh, we, we, as a business, uh, as a brewery owner, uh, we have a lot of stuff to think about, especially in the, in the past months. So uh, when I see, uh, when, when you talk to me about this idea, you know, it just keeps, going up and going up like um, not like an auction but you know I, I just gave me the idea too and I was like okay so why not doing a four pack because we can so the, the, the idea w- was great so uh, this is why I'm doing it you know I just want to have fun and to to enjoy the, the enjoy the beer enjoy the process uh, share moments and uh, create new beers so and it's it was, awesome to it have all, all in there com- four completely different beers in a four pack that have never been brewed before. You don't see that very often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you'll see once in a while, maybe if it, if something returning or what, and even then it's rare or like what PA does from the IPA podcast where he has his own kind of configured um, four pack. But Until this is, one. yeah, it, but this is completely um, kind of original and, and a lot of fun that we were able to do this and that you were willing to do this for us. Yeah, and um, during the process, you know, I had to to drain a batch of, uh, of the dry stuff because didn't, you know, wasn't wasn't up to the standards. So I just did, you know, did another brew that was right on where uh, I where it should be. It's like. I'm excited to talk about that one. That one was is yeah. really quite something. But what people have to know is that we have two uh, two breweries. Like we have the the, the bigger one that uh, Matt and Gab uh, were there at uh, our eighth anniversary, and we have a brew pub which where we brew like 200 liters batch. So we have that flexibility. We can do like 300 liters to uh, 600 liters right there with the canning on site. And uh, we can, so we have that flexibility. We're not, uh, we're not in obligation to do like uh, a thousand liters or two thousand liters uh, right the first time. Which is amazing as a content creator, as someone that comes up with as many ideas as me. Uh, I always feel very guilty that I have to commit to helping sell X amount of cans. So, so I only having to do two hundred to three hundred liters is much more comforting than 6,000 cans or something, let's say. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So then the traditional idea came from Gab's boyfriend, which is sick. So I remember even, like, let's talk about the pro- process of, like, allocating a style, like, when we were picking them, maybe we were, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but we were like, all right, let's do a crispy, a stout, 
uh, an IPA and then like a sour. A sour. We wanted to no do something sour. balanced. I think we wanted to do something balanced. Yes. Uh, and also, also, I think I wanted to create something that I would buy. Right. Was, and, and, and honestly, like the whole process of this whole thing was very smooth. I feel yeah. like we all have big personalities, but we actually really went through this super uh, with lots of uh, democracy and, and respect and um, listening to each other. But Kevin really knows what sells. So, so does Max, obviously, too. But Kevin actually sells beer day to day. So so it's interesting. He was like, fuck a sour. We don't want any sour. <laughs> yeah. I think because we were allocating oh, all we the were trying to give, give a sour to like either you I got or, it. or it no was one. me. And it was I me. Don't want a fucking sour. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to do it. It was. I think we went with a goza because I think what we were it doing. Was a goza, yeah. It was a goza, and I didn't mind the idea, but I wasn't in love with it. And I think we because we we're like, all right, who wants the stout? And I think Gabby took the stout to start, and who wants the crispy? I think Noah took that, and then Matt, you must have got the IPA. And then I was like, well, all right, I guess I'll take the sour. And like, I wasn't stoked about it. But I was like, cool, for the sake of the project, you know, um, let's keep it going. So I think what happened is we were like, you know what, let's start again. Here's the different stout. What does everyone want to do? And I think that's when we kind of, Gab was like, well, I still want to do a stout. I think that's what happened. So that worked out good. I wanted the crispy anyway, so I took that. Um, and I remember Noah specifically, yours is a, a super interesting one because it was something that we don't see period anywhere. Um, which I think, I guess, I don't know if you want to talk about it yet or we'll wait till we get to it at, at the end. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it, we don't have to talk about it at length, but yeah, I, I, I liked the idea of doing something that um, isn't either done often anymore or hasn't been done in like a really long time. Um, and so I've been thinking about, you know, future collabs with people and, and beer styles that I might want to try and do uh or suggest to do and um the idea of an american strong is something i haven't had in a really long time um mm. and i don't even know if they've ever really been done in quebec that i can remember so it was a fun um fun idea and max was on board even though you you'd never had one before i don't think eh? i think the, the only one i ever got which was the inspiration was the arrogant bastard from yeah. stone brewing company but you know, it's been a few years since yeah, I drew that beer. So me I was too. like, okay. <laughs> well, I, was, I, was, I was talking to Guillaume because I, I went and bought a four pack today because I didn't have time to go to Villaray. So I went to Multi Hops and I was talking to Guillaume and he was like, man, the second I put my nose into that beer, it was like a time capsule to 10 years ago. Um, that like caramelly <clears throat> pine combination thing is not something you get anymore but anyway we can talk about it more later i love it i love it so the next so basically that's how i guess how it started as far as like everyone picking the styles and and then we sort of moved it into individual conversation because it was kind of hard for all of us to have this sort of in-depth conversation and i don't recall aside from kevin suggesting the moteca which i as soon as you said it i was like oh that's a good idea like um I don't believe we all kind of in, like did things with each other's beer, did we, guys? Like, I, I think no, guys just... had, you had. No, I had no say in whether <clears throat> you guys did. I trust you guys to know what you guys want, and I absolutely trust Max to to make a good beer at the end of the day. So, I think we provided some feedback in terms of like if someone suggested something that just really didn't seem to fit in the groove. But mm. you're right in that we didn't like 
try and control what the other person wanted to do. Oh, I want to barrel age something so this pack's coming out in three years. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? You reminded me, Noah. One thing that I, I and I always wanted this, we have a bit of a joke, and you know, we always have, you know, team lactose, team innovation, whatever. And the joke we have is team Roos, because obviously Roos is a ridiculous style that is just kind of funny to be a nerd. It's, a, it's nothing wrong with them. They're perfectly fine beers. And I suggested a Roos, and Kevin's like, I'm out. We're doing a Roos. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not here for it. I was like, man, fuck, I want a Roos. So, I think uh, Roos is like, are on a, on a comeback. I, I believe in the Roos. Thank you. So you're team Roos with me then? No, All right. No, I'm, I'm team Roos. Team Bitter. Team Bitter? <laughs> bitter that first. And Roos way after. Way after. That would have been a yeah. good idea. Uh, like a bunch of breweries I've been doing podcasts with have been sending ESBs to be a part of the yeah. podcast. I always thought that was such an interest. Like, as in like Coming this month. Back. Yeah. Amazing. Super interesting. But I, you know, in hindsight, I know I was kind of joking, but it was going to run with it. And if Kevin, if you didn't like, like be like, nah, bro, like we're not doing that. I would have gone with it, but I'm actually glad that you did because this is exceptional. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the pack needed a, you know, a, something that's like, you know, lagers are already kind of popping. Of all the four styles, I think this is the one that's the most, I don't want to say trend. Hype. It's on, on trend. trend. It's not yeah. hype, but it's on trend. Um, and uh, I think I it can needs say, honestly, like from what I've been hearing and everyone's saying, and Kevin's told me there, he can imagine this one actually becoming a future yeah. BG beer. A regular, uh, I think, and no offense, Max, the, the Exode Urbain is amazing, but I think this one is because of the dryness again, it, it's home at every point, and like we would, we would sell it like like a day-to-day beer, you know? And that's that's a really cool cool beer to have in the pack because of that. Cool. If, everybody's texting me on on Instagram about this. The, the, yeah, about the Pilsner so far. And they're like, oh shit. Oh really? That's yeah. good. So then Max, then that's a great question. Are you open to taking any of these beers and, and doing them? regularly even if it's at, under another brand name like a rebrand yeah like a yeah. rebrand and like it could still be a collab with baos let's say but with a new label yeah, yeah but of course so the, the the whole idea behind the project uh, for me is to is to test uh, our ability to create recipe in each style and of course you no know, we just we just did a, a killer four pack and of course you you will you will see some kind of, you know, um, from baby or next beard born from it. But uh, let, cool. let's discuss all the details afterward. But uh, let's, let's, course, sell, then, let's sell all of these four packs uh, first. Yeah. I'm drinking it and uh, I really enjoy it. So I'm the first com- consumer of my beer. So that's uh, true. That is really true. I, I would actually, to be honest, I like. It, anything else aside like it would make me really happy that from doing this project that you were able to create new SKUs and new products that can you know that you're able to do so whilst like although this was a genuine group project that like every single one of us was really involved in which I really appreciated there was no one who was like you know like in a group project at school there's always like a bunch of people who don't do shit (laughs) But everyone here really contributed and really cared. And, and I, I think that's what, and obviously we're all genuine friends and stuff. So it makes it a lot easier. And like, this was 
like Matt was saying earlier, it was a genuine pleasure. Um, but it would make me extra happy if they were, you know, Max is the one that was the one who's putting up money, making this damn beer, getting the the beautiful labels, someone hand whatever hand drew, whatever, drawing our stupid faces and then packaging all four beers. I was thinking about the logistics the other day of this. And that is you know, yeah. like that's annoying, bro. So like, you know, you did all of this stuff. I would love for you to have something else after this. And you're like, yeah, that beer was a hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that one or something like that. You know, I think it's just um a little cherry on top, you know. I'd also be very stoked to see the, the BG clientele and the fans of BG get exposed to these styles that made us fall in love with craft beer and explore the different palettes of beer. Like you guys are killing, obviously, the, the, the barrel aged mm-hmm. and the haze is super strong. You're doing good crispies, but yeah. fucking around with bitter profiles and beers and is what you keep mentioning in the in the chat that we have there is that you had you had so much fun exploring bitter profiles of beer which is something that you weren't playing with so maybe if you're educating and and not educating but if people are appreciating a different profile about beer after this i'd be stoked about that too but it's also interesting because i it just kind of occurred to me and after having drink drank all four of them like they're all pretty bitter um this one clearly uh, we just drank, and then the, the the double West Coast is obviously a very bitter beer, and then the American Strong—that's its whole point. Um, and then the Dry Stout, just because it's on the drier side and low ABV, it's going to have that sharper kick to it. So yeah, the and bitterness is something that's kind of not been um, popular recently in in the last couple of years we're moving more towards sweet or or the bitterness or astringency comes from pop burn instead of like resinous hop bitterness or whatever mm. so um this was a fun four pack to kind of dive into to really get that kind of old school bitter profile mm. speaking yeah. of a stout i think we should move on home it's time i was yeah. about to say um, could you get the next one please babe? um so take note yeah. when you're pouring this beer and how much it looks like you're pouring out a pastry stout, but it's a fucking dry oh, yeah. stout. It's crazy. I love it. I'm excited. So Max and Gab, talk about the beer. I'd love to hear as well, Gab. Like, oh, you can, and if you feel more comfortable, like absolutely speak in French as well. Like, we can do a bit of a translation for the for the anglophones as well. So please feel comfortable. If you if you don't if you can't if you're not good, you're like I don't want to do English. Just fucking do it in French, man. You're good. <laughs> I got your back. I got your back. What's the suit? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at Gab. Looking so innocent on there. It's, I just want to I comment. Love it. It's beautiful. Hey, it's great. I, she's, I, she's, I, never, I, she's never posted a negative comment on a meme in her life. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. I have a wish. Um, I put this picture at, at my work. Like we have a... <laughs> <laughs> a, a picture of us on uh, Teams and Outlook, and this is my uh, my picture. I receive a lot of message like, "What the fuck? It's so cool! It's your face." <laughs> I really awesome. enjoy it. Wow, Noah's right. This buddy, this is three point five. Three point six. Yeah. it feels thick and gorgeous. The head is amazing. Ooh, my lips was nice. black, and I was like, <laughs> "Is that a pastry stout or?" <laughs> It's not overly sweet, so the, in our mouth, we, we, we realize that it's not. But no. So I'd love to hear, like, Gab, you know, you you love stouts. I'd love to hear why you wanted to do a stout and then 
what you and Max decided together. Why did you guys decide to do a 3.6% stack? Because that's pretty interesting. Yeah, but because I ask Max, uh, I, I I tell Max that <laughs> you're too funny. <laughs> okay. I wanted a Guinness style beer because okay. Guinness is uh, the beer that we drank a lot at home. All family drink Guinness. Like if it's your birthday, you receive a cat pack of Guinness. Uh, really? We drink a lot of Guinness. So, and um, this is the the first beer that I drank uh, with my with my dad. And when we traveled to London or um, Ireland, etc. And uh, so that's why I'm ask, I ask Max to do a Guinness style, but with more, you know. Guinness, it's so soft, and yeah. I wanted something more co- coffee. Because mm. Emil, for uh, my boyfriend, um, made brew one dry cell for me, but it was more chocolate. So I was like, mm, thank you, I love it. But I, I really love dry style, more coffee than chocolate side. So um, I'm very happy when I, I drink a beer. <laughs> I was very happy. Uh, it's very, very coffee and uh, terrification. It's so perfect. It's very bitter. Yeah. And I was very surprised. Uh, like, like I said in the podcast with uh, Baron Mag, with uh, Leo, I was thinking the beer was 500%. <laughs> so when I looked back, oh, shit. Three, three, uh, yeah. three dot six. Was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I really love it, and thank you so much, so much, Max. Uh, I can't wait to um, to share this beer with my dad. He will be uh, very happy. It's amazing, man. It's the first time I'm having it, and like, that's amazing. It's yeah. The the body and like the it's just thirst beer. You can drink it. So sad we can. We can't put any like green color into it. Just, <laughs> it's right, it it's right on time. It's right yeah. on time for next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna say next yeah. week. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is impeccable, guys. So Max, what like you know, Gab really gave, set that up. So you know, tell us about the beer itself and and you know how you ended up with this lower ABV, but with this much body because this this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, just realized that. Uh, you know, uh, while discussing that gap, you know, had connection with with uh, England and you know, in Ireland, as you said, and to do a, to do a, a good a good dry stout um, can be a, a little bit you know higher in in alcohol than that, but to do it like at three point five three point seven percent, it just kept the the, the drinkability. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's important for this for this one especially was the the, the mouth fill the body mm-hmm. uh, and keep keep the drinkability and I think the the, the bitter, bitterness was the, the key to uh, cut through the roast uh, the roast mouth and the coffee side uh, just that with a wonderful uh, mouth fill you know it's just give that that dry style that you can drink and you just take a sip and you just take another sip right after because, you know, it's just bitter and you're just thirsty. So <laughs> you just keep <laughs> drinking it. And at the end, uh, the beer is over in, in the record time. Do you think that um, all the 
trial and error and, and research and whatnot you've done into making pastry stouts over the last, I don't know, year or two really helped you do like kind of roll back and do something more classic? Uh, I think, yes, of course, it helped, but it's, a, it's just another word totally. Um, yeah. Because, you know, just uh, the volume you brew, when you brew an imperial style, just put a bunch and a lot, a lot of malt and cereals, and you just concentrate, you know, the word. So you have like not much of, uh, not much beer to transfer to the fermenter because you just concentrate. Right. But on this one, you know, it just gave more volume. And so you had to adjust the, the, the raw small to have that, that sharp, you know, a sharp texture and color too. Uh, color on the first batch was a problem. So I had to, uh, this is why, you know, I, I joined the first batch because it was not up to standards. And I just, I just did for the second batch and it was on board. Well, uh, I got problem with the color because the upper beach was rebrewed. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the beer I brew with the uh, fermentor yeah. and they did it. Uh, they don't uh, sell. They, they don't sell because she, the, uh, because of the color. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not lucky with the color. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing about this is that you put sp specialty malt uh, into the beer and, you know, you want some coffee, but you just don't want it over uh, over roasted. Mm. And this is the fine fine line to keep the balance. Okay. Uh, so you, you can play with other malts, but traditionally, uh, you know, in, in stout, you put like roast malt. So the color the, was brown, or yeah, it was too light. Okay. Too light. Yeah, because look how dark this is. <laughs> like this is like. You can't see through it. And Noah has a good point that your skill set around the pastry stouts, like, because <clears throat> your pastries are just fucking insane, bro. So I imagine that has to play into what, what you're doing here, like Noah was saying. Um, I want to ask, is there coffee in this? Because it just tastes like I'm drinking damn near cold brew. Mm -hmm. No, it's just... It's just, just the most malt. Yeah. Look at that. That's yeah. glorious. And if I could recommend something to uh, to people who, who are listening right now, is that uh, all uh, all except the, the pilsner, people should drink like keep the beer out of the fridge for like about thirty minutes to an hour before cracking the can, uh, just to warm up a little bit. The, the the beer will help to have the balance we want. Should I take the others out now? Because I got them in the fridge. I should probably take okay, them out. Okay, everyone. Yeah, should, yeah. Get the yeah, other I, think, out. I think it would be could be nice. Okay. In, um, in England, in England, you you can ask uh, four way for your Guinness. Really? So, uh, like warm, very warm, like tablets, <laughs> cold, yes. and very cold. Uh, that's so weird. <laughs> Very cold, dry stout. Everyone has a preference, right? You know? Very yeah. warm. There's toxic people everywhere. There is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So yeah. speaking of the toxic, should we, I don't know if we want to talk about the beer anymore, but do we want to talk about the concept? 
Kev, were you going to say something, brother? Sorry, man. Yeah, the toxic is uh, from Australia. <clears throat> That's why I heard. It's concentrated there. They you like know? it really cold. Really? Yeah. That's why I left. So I'm here. <laughs> I need to get away from the toxic stuff. Sure. To- toxic, I can I can bring it. Um, I, I feel like an outsider in the beer world because I'm, if people don't know who I am that are listening, I'm the singer of Cryptopsy, which is a internationally renowned death metal band. I've been in the band since 2007. The band's been in existence since the early 90s. Um, lots of fame. I've toured across the globe. Uh, my first album with the band was uh, not received very positively. So I didn't know that. I got eaten alive on the net death threats. But I'm not surprised. Like you're not surprised, not surprised I got death threats, but <laughs> no, but it, it's because you you are the new one. And yeah, yeah. People was... really don't like to change. No, to change. So it was also a dramatic change in directions. I started doing some clean vocals in Cryptopsy, which was not a, a very acceptable thing at the time, uh, albeit now everyone in death metal does clean vocals, but Cryptopsy back in 2008 was avant-garde as always. So coming from that world and coming from that experience in my life, um, I am a fly on the wall in many beer groups uh, on the internet. I do not, not comment. Anymore, man. I do not post. I do not write on anything except for friends stuff but um i thought it was just so goddamn toxic and i love beer and i I, it's a huge passion in my life and i love creating things and to watch people just demolish people's creations for the sake of a laugh i thought was hurtful and, and very painful so this is really where the idea came from that beer is meant to be made beer was invented to be enjoyed and, and and that is really what the concept of the whole project was. I don't know if anyone else wants to take this in another direction, but for myself, this is really where this concept came from. And I know that Kevin has his own view of this because he has a uh, detail, a uh, a person that has a craft beer store that sells beers. Perception of the scene, uh, Craig. You have a perception being the OG of craft beer podcasts here, uh, and beerism is the craft beer blog uh hoppy b you got so much shit for just the fact of not being a man and and it you know i that's there's a reason why i included all of you so so yeah uh, take but take it in the direction you guys want to take yeah before uh, before i was uh, a girl in the beer scene i was a mu- I, i'm still a musician but i i was uh, i have been a drummer for like 13 years mm. Sick. So I was I'll help, the you, I'll only... help you bring your drum kit in because you need help, right? <laughs> yeah, always, always. I'm like, shut up, dude. I, I can do it. But I I can't count the time that I I was going to to do a show. So I'm a, I am in the backstage and guys asking me and girls too if I am a groupie. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a groupie. I I am the drummer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So in the beer dis- industry, it's just it's the same things. Like people, it's like, oh, is it Emil who writes your review, or you just do the picture, or Emil do the picture? No, man, it's just me. I can. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. And come, I I want that. I want that people just talk about beer 
because literally no one come to talk to me about beer. Like really? everyone come to talk to me. Hey, do you see uh, this? Do you see what these people say? Oh my God, she looked like you. She imagined you. I don't give a fuck. Why? Like when, when I do podcasts or whatever, nobody talk about beer. Can we talk about beer, please? That's why. They, they want the like drama beer. from you for some reason. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's because my name is bitch, but people really like to come to me and bitch. <laughs> bitching about the other people i'm like okay <laughs> so, that's crazy yeah so uh if you listen you can always come talking beer with me <laughs> yeah, she knows way <laughs> more about beer than i know about beer and i will say that publicly oh, right no, no, no. don't say that i can t- i can talk about death metal with you <laughs> <laughs> how about you uh, craig craig what was your your, your mindset about all of this when, when yeah. I pitched the idea to you and the concept. Well, yes. Yeah, so I, I got multiple, just like, it sounds like we've all got multiple experience. Obviously I do music. I do hip hop uh, music. My brother and I left Australia because the way that we rap was unacceptable. We were always ostracized within the Australian uh, scene because of the way we sounded when we rapped. And uh, if you didn't be like, yo, fucking like you was really exaggerated Australian accent. Like they, they didn't like it. It was really weird. I never aligned with that then. So I went through that toxicity in the rap scene. And then, you know, and I got pretty heated, not like physical, but it got, you know, wasn't pleasant. So when, when I discovered beer, it was like, I was just like, this is so cool. It's such a nice escape from music because I don't have to stress about all this drama and blah, blah, blah. So then I went through a thing. I won't go into major detail, but in 2016, I had a bit of a, I was the bad guy. I was canceled, uh, by the Ontario craft beer scene, shouts to y'all, um, because of the using a word that is, uh, you know, native to my culture that people here didn't uh, take kindly to. And instead of discussing it, I was... Is that cunt? <laughs> so let us say it. Yes. <laughs> well, Gab said, I didn't say it. So. Cancel Gab. No, don't cancel Gab. But I taught Gab all the words, and she's done very, very well. I'm very proud of her. Um, what a so sound she, of that. right? Vashier, exactly. <laughs> and Maj Lamar, Maj Yeah. Wow. Lots of soup. Either way, so I, I went through it. I had a bit of drought. Everything's sort of all come around because you can't deny the impact that we've had at the point. At early, that was an earlier on thing. And we came, my friend was my co-host, but I copped it, not really him. Um, and it was, you know, people just wanted someone to be the bad guy. They want drama, as sort of Gab was talking about as well. So I saw that and it was pretty disheartening for me, to be honest. I, I was really upset about it because I was like, all these people were piling on, basically called me the devil when I didn't even know they existed. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Um, and it, it sort of changed the way I saw everything. So yes, I was, I've been on the receiving end of that toxicity and I've seen it here, but I don't, I don't participate in it. Just kind of like you, Matt, I'm in all the groups and stuff. I don't, I only chat in my group chats with all the, you guys, I watch stuff. I'm in the Facebook groups. I'll see what they're saying. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to go. I don't want to argue with people on the internet about whether smoothies are beer. Cause obviously they are, no one's wrong, but you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't, you know, it's just, this resonated with me a lot. So yes, I definitely experienced it. Obviously the positive experiences significantly outweigh any negativity, but we do have to acknowledge it. And, you know, this project obviously is, is about that. 
whoever else, uh, Max, Kev, Noah, whoever wants to jump in, if, if any experiences you guys have had. Um, I think for me, the, the project is kind of like twofold. Um, on the one hand, uh, the, the, to- the toxicity stuff, similar stuff that you're saying, but then on the other hand too, like even beyond people um, treating each other badly, but just taking anything too seriously is like, it. that's, that's part of the fun of it, right? Like that's what we're six people on a podcast talking about beer. So maybe it isn't just beer. If we take it seriously enough to fucking do a six person <laughs> podcast about it, but um, just that like, like the whole trading scene is, is just this like laughable insanity when, when you're like creating formulas around like black, you know, secondary market value for this and how much like it's just, it's just beer. You know what I mean? Like calm the fuck down. Um, like I don't mind spending extra money or hunting something down or driving a little further or what, like that's fine. But when you're, you're making calculations and you're trading across the world just to try something that you is only marginally better than something you can get up the street. Then it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, so like, I think part of the, this project for me was just like, like calm the fuck down. It's just beer. But then like with the toxicity stuff, um, more and more I've, I've been getting, I think closer to a lot of the drama because now that I'm able to leave the house, I get to know a lot of people and I'm seeing like all these and I'm fucking involved and it's um, weird um, because yeah, I think at the end of the day, sometimes people just are bored or whatever, or they just take something that they love and they have to, I don't know, create drama around it because they just, th- those are the types of people. Um, so it's, mm. it's, it's tough at times, but at the same time, like, that's only part of it. And there's so much positivity in the scene. Do, um, do you think that the COVID uh, play, play uh, a game in this? Like, I think people are bored. They, yeah. So their life are so boring. They want to create drama. Maybe, I think. Yeah. So I there think was a that, lot of that on uh, the, the beer meme Quebec and, and, like when, when it comes to like the whole Masorum thing. And then like, there's just so many things that came out of that group. I mean, I like the idea of satire and I like the idea of being able to attack in a, a way that's, that's humorous, but it, mm. it, it, it's, it's always riding that line between being okay and being cruel. Um, yeah. And the, the cruelties, it doesn't work. Um, and like, jumping on the bandwagon of something and what happened with um i feel like the 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 women in the scene <laughs> especially you um was uh, really terrible um and i feel like it was like these old archaic views of it, it, it was like it was like they were taking feminism from like 20 years ago and using it to attack women today in a way that was just ugly um mm. And so a lot of women got involved too, because I think from, from the female perspective as well, seeing, um, feeling like other women in the industry are trying to just use their bodies and not their minds or, or whatever. And so they were jumping onto attack as well, but it's like telling anyone what to do with their bodies. That's the problem, not what they're doing. Everyone can do what they want, whether you like it or not, whether you think it's tacky or, 
or or whatever at the end of the day like it seemed pretty clear to me that like the two people that they were attacking their content is better than most on online so and and takes yeah. it, way more time than yeah any of us yeah because it <laughs> takes me two hours to make my makeup so all i have uh, to do i is thought it was four hours this. yeah <laughs> No, have you seen? I didn't put any makeup for doing the the picture of uh, of you with your screaming. I face. noticed. I noticed. <laughs> and a lot of people ask me if it's you. Is it Matt? No, no, it's me. <laughs> I love That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, those were great. Yeah, you did a really, really good job. Killed it. Surprise! I wasn't expecting that. You did a very good job. Yeah, it yeah. was very funny. Definitely go check out uh, Gab's bitches for this because she made fun of all of us, including herself. So it was, it was really, <laughs> well, really well executed. It's amazing. And Noah's blog was amazing too. Uh, you, yeah. you touched on some really serious things about like anything that people are passionate about, there's going to be these subgroups of people that are just way too extreme about it. Yeah. It's, so it's you true. really hit the yeah. nail on the head there, which is, and as I read it, I was like, oh, fuck, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, yeah. I stole plant for my mom for doing your picture. Uh, yeah, I love that so much. Well, when I saw your post, it, it was like I was scrolling and it was a hobby. I, I just assumed it was Craig. And then I was like, hobby bitch. I was like, oh, she's really kind of doing a Craig thing here. And then I started scrolling through. I was like, oh, oh. oh. That, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't well. find any fireworks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you kept it clean. It was, I think it was even better without it. <laughs> it was very well Kevin, as, as, a, as a retail side of the toxicity, well, we're definitely going to dance into the positive side of things if people are listening right now wondering why we're big, going so deep into the negativity. It's let's everything's talk about, about Untap. Yeah, yeah, but let, let's... let's yeah, this shirt is... Yeah. You, should, you show the uh, audience the back of your shirt? You should. Uh... Yeah, it's it says three point five on five, which is the absolute shittiest note you can put in a beer because it means you didn't get shit, you didn't understand the beer at all. But like you know, it's another full conversation about it. But from a, a retail perspective, what sucks is um, beer is really cool right now. Is the coolest ever you know we have lots of breweries coming up lots of good ideas lots of of uh bright labels and everything so beer is cool it's fun and all so you have a lot of new people that come and that came into that world like from the past few years and um everybody wants it wants the best everybody wants what's hot and because of that Lots of people think they know beer and like they know beer because they drink the hype and the this and the that. Um, it becomes to a point where tell me what you're drinking. I'm going to tell you if you're cool or not. <laughs> and you can drink whatever you want, man. And just because it's not a specific logo on the can doesn't mean that beer is good or not. It's up to you. It's up to drinking it and discover it. And we have to fight. Uh, almost every day to towards having a good mix of really interesting beer. You need the hype, you need like the non-hype beer, which is all absolutely beautiful. And it happens a lot. Like 
when people come into the store, they ask if we have a certain specific super high beer, and we don't, and they just left. And it's 2022, man. The A's you want, you have like another 15 products that have the same type of A's, even maybe more complexity than the one you were looking for. And they left because we're not cool. They're like, we don't have that beer they want. It sucks a lot. This is not this is not the way to drink beer. You can just enjoy, try a new one, and uh, and that's it. I miss the time when people uh, was asking for la Norris. Only the Norris. Touchou de la Norris. Yeah. Now it's like, so do you excited. have Canada? Do you have Messerem? Do you like? Do you have Bruski? Do you? Have... Yeah. And I was so oh. excited the first time I found a Norris. Oh, so yeah. excited. Oh, the first time I was in Quebec and uh, I take a big pichet at uh, Victor. They make for a big for yourself. A fucking pichet. Oh, my God. And we were going to see uh, um, fireworks with the kids. I was so drunk. No, we had to take a boat. And I was, oh, man, I don't know. And I was feeling very fat. That's loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Max, on, on the brewer's side of things, um, the negativity, um, the concept of the project, was, was it something that, that interested you, tackling the concept of negativity, or was it just exciting to, to pair up with four content creators? Yeah, uh, where well, I've learned to brew at the Microbrasserie des Beaupré, uh, Luke, Luke was uh, a mentor for me. And this guy just came from Judicial and just started up his brew pub and like Côte de Beaupré and just, you know, didn't give a shit. He just won't do like skiing all was, day uh, and brewing beers. It was one of my uh, my first brewery and I still really yeah, love it's, them. It's a pretty good, it's a really good brewery that I still love from the bottom of my heart. And when you go there, the, the lineup is just like classic style, but they are classic styles of beer they are so well made and this guy just don't give a shit you know he just want to do like good beers and like he just want to go out and do some skiing and from so this guy had a lot of impact on me and you know following up with uh, with the BG, BG of the, with what we are doing with BG for the past few years we are kind of a complete opposite side but I'm right now I'm trying to bring back the, that simplicity um, you know for, for the brewery because uh, BG you know is eight years old and before I, I arrived they had they had the, you know begin the process work um, of you know keep going and doing uh, doing good beer and I really I really like what I saw from them but you know fighting the past five years um, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a battle for your your survive literally yeah. and for the past like two or three years we we've we fought with like toxicity of people that said like Okay, this is this is shit. So uh, it's a it's a good beer for a shitty brewery or some kind of stuff. So you, even if you could make the, the best the best beer in the world, 
people would say like some some people because it's a really small portion of, of people and they would say oh it's a pretty good beer for shitty breweries so like uh, 3.5 on, on on tap so you can okay guys so <laughs> so you just want to buy a logo man or why are you drinking beer like yeah drink it for the experience yeah because uh this is my this is our mission you know we want to do uh you know good beers uh like go further with some you know some experience when you just crack a can or uh, like a a bottle and you know with our barrel age program uh this is the the place i think where it, it hit the most uh, we're trying to do projects by flavors and not by styles. And, you know, we just, right now, right now it's really good. The people, the perception of people are kind of uh, really good and we enjoy it. But it took like a couple of years to to come back because we were not new. We, we didn't have that effect, you know. We just had to fight with the with the past. So this is why we came up with Beijing Blossom Man. And this is where we are, we are right now. Mm. And then I'm trying to use a, that tribute to, to, to me, you know, to make more like crispy lagers, more simple recipes, and people want it right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I, I can jump in on what Max said, is like uh, a lot of the toxicity or the negative comportment behaviors we can see is from a really small portion of the of the beer scene. But this is the low days part yeah, yeah. of the beer scene. Like we have absolutely lovely customers that comes and like they comes and they 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 were new to craft beer and now they're like kind of almost expert and they're like oh you're the expert. I'm like no you became the expert I'm not you you tried a lot of beer, you know what's up, and they have the 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 how to say they are really like amb, you know. Uh, they're, they're, very not, hum- they're very humble, you're saying. They are very humble because they're like they know their beer, they know what they like and not, and they're still like asking for suggestion because they don't know. Mm. Because some people are talking so loud. They, mm. they don't have space for them because this is they don't know that they should like this beer or not because somebody says it was shit and mm. and it sucks because it's only like little portion that's what I wanted to add to uh, what Max said you know mm. that's I like what you said too are you buying a logo or are you buying a beer that, yeah. that, that's something that's yeah. resonating with me and also uh, should I like this beer that's so key man because that's what you're thinking you're like are the the fucking beer people online saying all right this is cool enough should i like it like can i like something that they don't like that's yeah such a good point so man. high school so high school yeah um, um with music you know it brings me back to music what bands are cool am i allowed to like yeah. limp biscuit let's say <laughs> yeah limp biscuit is great fuck it yeah man fucking I mean, it's, it's different. Bill, y'all <laughs> Should we, should, we, should we switch it up to mine? Sorry. Yeah, I think yours. Uh, yeah. I, gra- I grabbed the wrong can. Yeah. We're doing a bit of Matthew action, a bit of Matthew right there. Um, so, Maddie, Max, you want to uh, talk through this one? Uh, yeah. I can start this off easily. Um, I fell in love with craft beer on tour. My first US tour, 
I was playing uh, in Atlanta at the Masquerade, which is no longer there. Uh, crazy venue, mythical venue. I took a walk around the corner, went to a little convenience store. My guitarist was with me. He said, um, we should get this. We picked up the six pack. It was Sierra Nevada. Pale ale. I drank that that night and I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, what is this hoppy profile? What, 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 I, you know, beer was clear before that. I used to drink yeah. Molson X and shitty beers before that. Uh, and then from there, everything just snowballed. Uh, I started with a Sierra Nevada pale ale. Max came back. What do we do with like a, a piney, the elder? And I was like, I've never tasted it, but I know it's mythical and I want to do it. And that's where that went. So I, I have no idea what hops went into this. So, so Max uh, showcased the whole beer. Yeah, uh, about this double West Coast IP. Uh, you know, when you think about West Coast IPA, uh, you, you just feel that citrus and pinusy thing with, you know, bitterness that really uh, make the difference between, you know, uh, a East Coast and, and a West Coast IPA. And this one is, came up a little bit darker uh, than, than, I, than I wanted, but because you have the malty side, uh, a little bit of caramel malt, but uh, in the finish, when you taste it, it's just the fruity and the bitterness yeah. with, with malt and support, so you don't get that, that caramel that, you know, it's not, it's not overtaking, it's not too sweet, it's just a good balance between piney citrus and bitterness. It's amazing. Um, first time I'm tasting it, it's delicious. It's perfect flashback to, to rediscovering a bitter bite in, a, in an IPA. Completely different. It's like a, a French word's coming to me for some reason. I say désaltera. Désaltera. Yeah, yeah um, the word that's coming to me. That's I, don't, I don't know why the West Coast became so old and not fun no more. It's, it's always been like American IPAs are like a great classic and West Coast are just like the extent of, to me, of the American IPAs, you know, on the spectrum. And like, it's super good. And like, some people are just like, eh, it's malty. I'm like, no, yeah. this is more floral. I feel more floral than malty. There's a little caramel, yeah, as you're mentioning there, but I'm talking about the West Coast in general. Got and it, like, it, like, it's, it's not cool at all, you know? And I feel like we need more West Coast and like, we need West Coast that are like in that type of profile and not like a, a too much fruity West Coast that is an hybrid between. I think that's what a lot of breweries are doing, are doing the hybrids of bringing. Yeah. We have a West Coast, but basically a New England West Coast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Cinquième Baron does a bit of that because um, they put some New World hop or um, yeah. know, I guess more contemporary hops in them, but it, they still really have that West Coast vibe, which is nice. And, wow. and they do some nice West Coast too, so they they show that they can do both, which is yeah. why we want to see, you know? What are the hops in this? Yeah, I'm curious too. Because yeah. like, this has got one of the most unique palettes I've ever had. Like, I, I, I can't even pick it. Uh, oh my God, I'm going to look uh, right into the recipe because, you know, <laughs> I just had so many recipes in mind. I'd say, if, if we go classic, it's Centennial yeah. Chinook. Yeah, yeah, yeah Terry Chinook, of Centennial. Um, maybe just, just a second. Cascade. Oh, uh, <laughs> there are some Sabro in it. I feel it. Oh yeah, some <laughs> good old Sabro in Sabro. Yeah. HBC six thirty. <laughs> Represent. 
<laughs> oh dang, you look the vibes. <laughs> That would be funny. That would be funny to do gang gang wear for for new hot uh-huh. names. <laughs> just me and Kevin just going like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, Luke from Yakima Chief might be into that. Actually, it's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Let's make okay, it so in this one, actually, it's like uh, Centennial, Simcoe, and with with Nugget. I told oh. you, Centennial guys. Centennial yeah. Simcoe, Kevin, you're a genius. You're a genius. And the skull. I, I, I said Centennial first, but it's okay. He's a genius. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, obviously, you are making him feel good. Um, you said Chinook. You said, I said Chinook. Centennial, yeah. I said Centennial and Chinook, but it's okay. It's recording. Yeah. We can, we can run the tape. I, 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 I thought I put Chinook in it, but, you know, I was wrong. <laughs> it's, it's so much, it's a, I don't mind the color. It's a real, like, flashback to what yeah. West Coast yeah. used to be. Yeah. Well, you Ooh. asked for to Sierra Nevada. I had one recently and it looked exactly like this, like exactly. straight copper. So yeah. what am I getting? Like you mentioned floral and I'm definitely getting the floral. Oh, beef jerky. Um, but like, Gab to have the beef jerky right there. I love it. But I'm like, what is, what, what are these? It's like a leather on the nose. Yeah, like I can't pick these flavors. Like floral is probably the closest I can think of. But maybe can anyone like I, know, I guess obviously Max probably know best. But does anyone have obviously Noah? You're the uh, pretentious, long-winded <laughs> review man. Centennial, uh, uh, you know, is an in- interesting house because mm. uh, when I worked with it in the past, he came up like with big uh, like orange citrus, or sometimes. It just smell like with a bit of old socks. Like, right. It's kind of, the, 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 there's a fine line between the two. It's like it's kind of, weird, <laughs> but you know, it, I know it doesn't taste appealing, but you know, on, on the profile side, uh, it's kind of an interesting hops. <laughs> the balance with, with, with the with the Simcoe, which is more like really uh, uh, grapefruit, and you know, grapefruit. with the resin. So it's kind of a mix of risen, piney, and that kind of citrus side. Mm. But I get a lot of like dank hop. Is it is it dank? There's, There's like a dank. Yes, yeah, for definitely There's a weedy, um, weedy feature to it. But okay. like big marmalade, like that's the thing for me. It's like yeah. marmalade, you know, like the bitterness of the marmalade. Mm. You're the marmalade, Noah. I'm the marmalade. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Or you're the Vegemite. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Craig's the yeah. Vegemite. Yeah, you called Thank her you. a Sheila. I don't remember what the fuck is a Sheila. A woman, female. Just, I just want to say, like that a bloke in the Sheila. I, I saw the video like a lot of time, and I never understand what you were saying to me. <laughs> and I saw. A meme on Beer Meme Quebec, and <laughs> yeah. the girl was tra- put the traduction, and I was like, "That's what you were talking. <laughs> oh, this is okay." Are we fighting, Gab? Are you gonna fight me? Are we fighting? No. Oh, Come no. on, Gab. Come on, Gab. Okay. Let's do it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and like a big pool full of beer. <laughs> <laughs> the step. Next time you have to drain a beer. Max, Both of them are in bikinis. Both of them. Mostly me. Mine's going to be really small then. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I, I can just wear a full body suit my... and you are in bikinis. 
This is really yeah, good, uh, Max. I'm very happy. Yeah, man. This is really good. fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, it's some great stuff. stuff. It's the first time you tasted it? First time I tasted it, it's perfect. It's, uh, Me and Matt were the first time for all of them tonight. Uh, I think 7.5, you'd never know. There's like a little heat from the heat. It's amazing. It's got one of the most unique noses I've smelled. It's like leathery. It's like earthy. It's really weird. Earthy. That's another uh, thing. Um, Kev, had you had all of them yet? Or was, had you had this one or was it just Gabs that you hadn't had? Yeah, uh, I got it. I was about to say, you talk about the nose. Um, um, I stopped like drinking like two minutes ago and you still have that, that earthy, resinous yeah, taste in uh, in your palate, and this is what I like about this kind of beer. But uh, yeah, uh, I got it before, but it was a low fill because I'm a hobo. I drink low fills, and uh, <laughs> and it was like flat and kind of like a a cask, you know. And the the mm. piney aroma of it was really like a fresh uh, pine tree, and it was really like whoa, and I wanted. I wanted to try it in a cast because of all that profiles, you know? And, but like with some gas and not low fuel, it's amazing too. <laughs> but at first it was like a completely more, another experience of the beer. And it was really good. And I love, I love West Coast and I buy them all the time. And Kevin knows that I do there because I go to like Hennett all the time, but um, I'm stoked to see that we did a West Coast and a double West Coast at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the balance, uh, the beer scene needs a balance. You you need to be able to go out to a to a bar, and I, I'm not naming any bars, but I've been to places where, how many fucking double New Englands or New Englands can you drink? A lot. It's, it's got to be balanced. It's got you got you can go out and have an experience, something that's pleasing for your palate. That's that's a balanced experience. No, no, I, I, think, I agree. Yeah. I, I strive for more breweries too. Have fun. Send me email. Wow. No, you're right. I um I did a podcast last night and I had four hazy IPAs back to back as a part of the podcast, which I never would normally do. And I think I got palate fatigue. I think the first two were pretty cool, and then after that, it was it was definitely. Like how much can you taste? It's it's it's, it's just the, yeah. I don't know. It's just I sugar. Think right? It's necessary. Well, I feel like that, what is the sugar on this? Is it less than in New England? Let's say, or is it the same? I I don't know the science. Well, I think it's. It's the same, yeah. Well, same. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite just, sweet. It's just the, the the use of bittering hops that cuts through everything, uh, but it's basically the same. Yeah, it's not, not so bitter. Is the positive side of the craft beer scene? That's segue. The opposite side, and like obviously, we 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 laid in heavy about the negative aspects of the beer scene which is a part of this project but we also love the scene which is why we think that we should focus a lot on that so let's name on some aspects as to what uh is so positive for myself obviously it's this beautiful family that i've discovered mainly throughout the pandemic the pandemic which is yeah. a true blessing uh i'm very lucky to have gotten so close to so many people whether it be brewers um fellow craft beer media peeps uh how about for you guys what 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 makes you feel good about the craft beer scene and what should we be focusing on instead of all this negative stuff because it is just beer yeah it's a good one i agree with you man honestly the people have been like so cool and it's interesting because sometimes i look at this i'm like we are beer media we're making content i mean we would you know i can't remember who it was someone was joking before about the fact that we're taking, you know, six of us, no, Noah, I think said it, well, there's like six of us, how serious are we taking this? But like, 
we love beer enough to make content for it. And then other people, like in any other industry, we, we shouldn't technically kind of be friends as far as we're all competitors as such, but no one, the, the, the brewers that have set the standard for that, all the brewers are friends. Then us became friends. Like I know Noah for, for a long time and, and it's been really cool to, you know, he's the OG here and getting friends with him and learning and he taught me a ton. And, you know, and then Matt, we connected, I think it was 2019 and uh-huh. Gab, we only met, I guess, last year. Um, and Kevin, I guess we only met last year. And then Max, I, we met in 2020 when Noah <laughs> told me about, um, what did Kevin do? You smart ass? Gave you the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Like Noah told me about BG. We were doing a thing with the Quebec City Tourism Board. And he's like, yo, make sure you go to BG, bro. They're doing some crazy shit right now. And I was like, okay, I knew the, the brand. I don't and, talk like that. Oh, you said it. Well, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> You're like, Good day, sir. You should visit <laughs> BG. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> and it was just British, like, it was sir. dope. But yeah, yeah, that was actually more British for sure. But either way, you know, it was, it was kind of cool the way all this stuff, you know, we, we talk every day. You know, beer was my side project, just like it, I can speak to Matt for sure. And probably Gabbett was as well. Um, and it's become an equal main thing in my life and knowing all y'all and there's a bunch of, you know, similar people that we we speak to daily. And then the other cool part is the breweries. Like dudes like Max, now we're in these multiple group chats. We're just talking shit every day. And um, there's a bunch of different brewers that like you're commenting on stuff online. And and, and there's this like organic community because the from the brewer side, you guys don't have to embrace us by any means. No, they, do they, they don't need us at all. <laughs> Not at all, but you they, do. They. And you do these things like this, like I was saying earlier, this is like, you know, money, time, energy, effort to do this. And, and you know, I, I, I imagine that's because you see value in what all of us kind of do. But I just think it's so dope that, like, I don't know, that it's like this one little passion for this ridiculous liquid that gets us drunk uh, has brought us all sort of together. And that is, like, extremely valuable. Like, I really, I really love it. I, you know, I own a business. I, I very much respect entrepreneurialism. And I know what it takes to do what Max is doing, to do what Kevin's doing, to put your money up and to, to run these businesses. And I don't know, man, it's just been super cool for me. Uh, I've learned a lot from everybody and I just, I value, I value this experience much more than I ever thought I would when I just was like, man, the rap scene's doing my head and let me just say the C word and talk about beer a bit. And here we are seven years later, you know, it's cool. I mean, I've been kind of connected, I guess, for about 10 years in the beer scene here. Um, one of the first people I ever interacted with was Guillaume Vando from who works at Multi Hops, who used to be, well, still is Lerbier Jedi. But he, for me, he was always like the original, one of the original uh, Quebec beer bloggers. Um, and when I first started, he was one of the first people to like yeah, comment so on my killer, stuff. Killer six pack, still very impressed. Killer six. Oh, it's true. It's Does he read? Really? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. He's on Swafi all the time. How in uh, shape this guy is. But I love going. his photo shoots with his new girlfriend. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, like just having that, that one person kind of like validate that you're doing something that has some kind of value um and then it and then just going from there you know and and the the scene back then was smaller so it was harder to like dive into it or discover it or figure it out um and then but but that 
that thing has just been growing steadily. Um, I mean, most of my, or a good portion of my friends now are, are from the beer scene. Uh, definitely see them more than I do, do my older friends or whatever, my family even at this point. Um, so, you know, just, and, and just like the welcomingness behind it too. Right? Like mm. I, I, I'm a guy who's from Montreal who writes in English in Quebec about beer. And I don't think anyone's ever said shit to me about it. Like, which is so impressive given the history of, of language and in this province and all of that. And like no one ever really caring about that component of it. Uh, oh, like if I always felt very welcoming in that way. Um, and just meeting new people and exploring and diving into things and just having fun and just silliness and be able to write a whole article or get to make fun of you all terribly. <laughs> and then you, you smile about it after. But fuck you, Gab, for scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> she, so I posted the article, which, you know, attacks her. And then she had a friend message me saying, Gab just ran into the bathroom. What the hell did you say to her? Which was like 10 minutes after I sent the, uh, the article to her. Wow. And so my heart went like... Poof. And then she messaged me separately. And, Can you imagine? Wow. Now you're wow. on my shit list forever. <laughs> you don't want to be on that list, Gab. It's dangerous. Um, yeah, Max, Gav, Gav, what what your thoughts on the positive side of all of this? Whoever wants um, to... I would say the positive side is like we have a really, really creative uh, state for beer. Like, I don't know if there's any rank into the world, but I think Quebec is pretty active. And not being just active, being really good. And you can you can have, like, products every week or two weeks. You have new products that are pushing the limits of what we know or going back to classics. Uh, the quality is amazing, and people, even for me, still, like, I'm super happy like a kid on a Christmas day when I'm receiving like shipments. I'm like, oh shit, this is a new one. <laughs> and, like, and and it's for me. And then the customers, they are super happy to see what's up, what's new, what's interesting this week. And it's really fun to, to be able to bring um, a selection of beer to uh, our people in our neighborhood, you know? And this is what, create something different and this is why people like to come to our place we talk about the beer we we say we talk freely about the beer and this is what's good about it you know mm -hmm. we wanted to do a, a social club like an ad but like we can't because it's a it's a special we we all store we're not we can't be a social club but like we had the we like the idea between connecting people with the beer and uh, for their parties, for after work or anything, you know, just just having fun with it, being real, being humans. That's what I like about it. I like that. Yeah. Max, Gab, whoever wants to go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the positive side, you know, of uh, of the, the Quebec craft scene uh, is just what brings me there you know i just saw an opportunity in life to 
to have fun uh, doing what I want and you know just uh, just having it as a job and it obviously it's more than just a job because we met people along uh, along the way and an example at PG, I, I joined them be, uh, because uh, Pierre Hugo was there. Pierre Hugo was uh, a friend of mine that I discovered. Uh, we just met at the Barbary, and and we just decided to be partner to join the, the experience and to have fun along the way. Uh, be be creative, uh, but f- fun is the is the Prince, it's kind of the main thing all along the way because you had so many as a, as a brewery owner, we had so many like uh, uh, Quebec old laws, uh, you know, Reste Quebec and, uh, you know, RCG and that kind of stuff that are so boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But all, all I want, you know, uh, All I want as a, as a brewer owner is to have fun. Like this project, create something like funky, something new, something positive. With you know, I I had so much fun like talking with you uh, in the chat. Uh, sometime I was like, I just missed like an hour, and I was like, oh shit, 90 messages. <laughs> 90 messages. I was like. I'll say, okay, I'm going to keep it for later because you, <laughs> you guys were all texting like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were like friendly bitching each other. Yeah, and, that's the but fun. It, the, but the, the fun part was that we we all want the same objective. It's like the, 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 the success of the project and to have fun along the way. So it's a really good example of why I am doing it. Mm. Love it. I definitely want to give a shout out to Kevin. He he sort of uh, the project really started off really hot, and we were all very excited and into it. And then it sort of hit a little bit of a lull. And Kevin was always the one that would poke it that that chat back alive. I'm talking about like like in November, maybe leading into December. And then anytime that I would come back to like Kenneth throughout that week, Kevin would be like, I poked the chat. I, I started that conversation <laughs> to keep it back up at the top again. And it worked. It, 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 it really worked. So, so shout out to Kevin for that. Good work, Kevin. Talk to us, Gab. What was yeah, it? Okay. <laughs> uh, for me, well, before, before I was a bitch, I was myself, <laughs> of course, Gabrielle's on uh, Instagram. And um, I, I'm in the beer industry for seven years, I think. Um, my fun uh, at this moment, I don't really know beer, but my my fun was to travel. So I do like 130 brewery, I think. I stopped counting. So my fun was to go to the brewery, but at this moment, I, I didn't. I was not buying beer because I was um, I was in Quebec City, and if you live to Limoilou, you have like six breweries uh, on the same street. So, and um, I, I always have a lot of um, of going to the brewery, and the brew the brewer the the 
the boss, the proprietor, <laughs> was always very um, nice. And so I was starting to more like beer, like beer more. Okay, sorry for that. No, you're um, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and um, so I started to put on my personal Instagram beer, but I was too a musician. I was too, um, I am the, the, the I, I have um, a company, a bad bomb company. So I put bad bomb, I put kids, I put cats. So one of my friends told me, why don't you become an influencer? We want free beer. I was like, shut up. I will never do that. Two years after my friend told me that we were uh, in the Noctem, uh, I remember. And um, so I decided to start uh, Up a bit just for fun. Uh, and I do it. I, honestly, I was thinking I was going to have 100 uh, followers. And after one day, I got 500 followers. I was like, eh? What the fuck is happening? So it became completely crazy. But I I think I have... Um, people was very nice with me. Um, I never... Look, I make joke, but I never receive a dick pic. The only time I was thinking I was receiving a dick pic, I was so happy. I was with my, my was sister. So happy. Oh my god, I received my first dick pic. But in an Instagram, you have to to click on the photo to see it. If you don't know the person, you will not believe me. It was a Jesus picture. Yeah, I'm really was, sorry about that, by the way. I mean, I don't <laughs> so it was Jesus. I was like, no, I wanted my first dick pic. So I never received well, it. I had a robe. No one ever um, scream at me in a festival or yes, online. Yes, yes, you started. You started it almost during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, um, like two months after the pandemic. No, so. I think we're gonna be okay. But, All of a sudden, uh, beer festivals are gonna have a good time. I'm sure of that. Yeah, <laughs> but I went to out, a come, come yell at me in my face. Come yell at me in my face. I want to hear your death metal <laughs> growls. If you think you can do a better death metal growl than me at a festival, come <laughs> and scream in my face, please. No, but I was scared because people telling me, oh, La Petite Bière was uh, a lot of such shaming. People one day in a festival scream at her like this. And I was like, oh my God. So I was very scared. So when I, I go to festival, uh, I have panic attack in the car and I don't want to go anymore because no. I'm like... We're all there for you. We're all there for you. you come, you hang <laughs> yeah, out with I know. us. But I, I didn't know that all, all of you or a lot of people are there for me before um, the, the big slut-shaming things come out. Mm. And I was like... I was sad, of course. I was sad about it. But I've... I, I wasn't sad for a long time, like two hours. We, because, we, all, wrote, we all wrote to. Yeah, because yeah. everyone called me, text me, genre, very positively things. So I put the negativity, I really don't care. So um, for myself, um, beer industry is positive, but I would like people talk more about, about beer with me than the other things uh, and globing this. 
So, yeah, and a part of what I do, I start uh, I start Happy Bitch because I wanted to show to um, Monsieur, Madame, tout le monde, like everyone, uh, old people or young people or whatever, that beer. And I think I, I did great because my... Um, my employees, uh, my co-workers always uh, um, call me, hey, uh, what can I drink tonight, blah, blah, blah. And that, that people was only drinking like uh, Unibrou or Trou du Diable. So... Uh, the mission is accomplished. Yes, exactly. And with my family too, exactly. There they wasn't uh, like only Guinness. And now every mm-hmm. week... Um, I, I, you have to send us a picture in the in the thread. You probably won't post it there, but I want to see a picture of your dad drinking the stroke <laughs> out. I will. Okay, we'll do it. He's shy, but he will. No, don't post it, but I, I want to see it. Ah, we'll post it. He's proud. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that's it. So uh, I like it to show people who do, don't know beer. Like I have uh, my boss. My my boss uh, every Friday. We talk uh, 30, 30 minutes, and we always talk about wine, cocktail, uh, beer. And it's very fun because the only beer he was drinking was La Fin du Monde de Nibrou. The <laughs> only thing he was drinking, and uh, a bit of cider. So now he, he feels like more, more confident when he, he goes to a shop. He's a big yeah. guy. Drinking Fin du Monde is not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I received Fajimon today. Uh, <laughs> it's a good beer, but for it to be your bottle, only beer. The second bottle is always a mistake. Yeah. 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 It's not, yeah. The or the 341? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, so, uh, I, speaking yeah. of we do the mistakes, let's talk about one. Noah's Kona. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow, good one. The segue is nice. Okay, so if it's Noah's part, I gotta go. I'm tired. See ya. Wow. Okay, bro. Love you. Bye. Who are you actually? Like, where did you come from? I'll see you tomorrow for the beer pickup. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm coming tomorrow too. Are you going tomorrow? What? Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. There's a horrible snowstorm tomorrow. You're not going anywhere. Really? I don't have. Yes. A, well, isn't like. Are you sure? Yeah. It's really yeah. Bad. I cancel my plans tomorrow. Me too. <laughs> Seriously? Well, my plans are now going to be go sliding. Oh, down a hill. Oh, it's snowing right now. No shit. I'm going to see cats with my family. Yeah. You guys got like stray cats, like in the streets. You don't even know what snow is in Montreal. You're so right, Max. You're so What are you like? Winnipeg? Are you serious? When it's snowing and cool, it's like, oh my God, it's snowing. Uh, you never. Uh, I just saw the snowflake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quebec City is pretty deep, and when you go to uh, Micro des Beaupres, it's even worse. Like. Good for you. So, so, so no, no one mentioned <laughs> the origins of this beer a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, Noah and yeah. Max uh, talk talk about. Um, so. Like I was saying earlier, I want uh, the idea behind this project. What, what excited me about this project was to to ask uh, Max to 
do something that I haven't had in a long time or that just isn't really done much anymore. And so I had the idea of doing an American Strong. So something like um, Arrogant Bastard from um, Stone or Double Bastard, which is even like an 11% version of it. But it's basically like a, a dark amber, very resinous, bitter um, beer that's very malty and is kind of in that spectrum of the early days of like really throwing uh, or bitter, bitter beers, you know, like even like, like you're talking about Sierra Nevada's pale ale. And that was kind of like the start of, I think the craft beer revolution in the States. Um, and then leading to these more really aggressive beers. Um, mm. This was to me, this was one of those styles. Um, it's not a barley wine, but it has, elements that remind me of an american barley wine sometimes but still it's kind of its own thing like it it has that caramel but not quite as much as like a barley wine would and it's a because it's so highly hopped it has like a zestiness to it in a weird way but it's more herbal and piney than it is like you know yeah. new england kind of thing or whatever i feel like this is the perfect uh, beer to drink in a pub when you're a bit tipsy and yeah. you know in a full old old school wooden pub you know when the the floor is sticky and the beer would get you into a fight don't fight at home but it's that <laughs> especially old... now when you're alone yeah yeah exactly my kids are in the other rooms like i'll start yelling at them yeah, let's go perfect <laughs> But like they're asleep. I'll just wake them up to yell at them. <laughs> and it's an old school beer. Like it's a bomb of maltiness, and I really enjoyed it. And as you said, it's like a a baby barley wine, but yeah. not really, but a bit. And I would love to have the little sister of this one, you know, like a or four, <laughs> four, four per find. We be really good. Thing, yeah. That's interesting. Um, uh, Max, Max, uh, your mindset behind the the recipe is it basically an Amperus? Yeah, I think it's more like an Imperial Rus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, I, uh, for the American Strong Ale, uh, I had to look at the BGCP, which is like the guideline for uh, brew styles. And from my souvenir of the Arrogant Bastard Ale, and it's it, like Noah said, it's like not a, a barley wine, not a hoose. It's kind of a more like malty, bitter, and hoppy beer, but not not a barley wine. And it's kind of a, an, an interesting, you know, an interesting style because uh, it has the that drinkability but it's more like it's more more imperial than than the others you know standard english tiles yeah uh, it has it's like american twist which is the hops obviously like the the, the choice of the choice of hops in this one is uh chinook and saz which is uh interesting right sad has that herbal thing yeah, yeah so it's exactly. really what well, I like about it is, is like you have, again, that super easy 
uh, highly drinkability. You know, the, when the first sip is like super easy to drink, then you you get hit by all the aromas, and then you want to take another sip and another sip again. And this is what's it's uh, it's a highly drinkable seven point five beer. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. Um, well, it's I, it's I wasn't a beer sure that... how it would turn out. Um, I was confident that it would be good, but um, I think it's awesome. I think it's. The I mean, most I'm excited to see what people beer. think in the community. Yeah, the 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 style was like uh, not eclectic, but you know, it's an unknown style. It's an archaic, almost. Style. Yeah, ar- I, ar- I, yeah, archaic. Yeah. I, I haven't drank it except for an arrogant bastard, honestly. And that yeah. was on tour when I was in Denmark, if I'm being super honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think uh, from, from my souvenir, uh, Arrogant Bastard was kind of more bitter, mm-hmm. even more. It was heavy, it's kind yeah. of the, the multi, just the, the right level of bitterness. And uh, the, the, the equilibrium is kind of just on point. Um, it would be cool to see that in the Barrel Age program. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, what would you yeah. put it in? What kind of barrels would would be good for this? Would you think? Just I don't done? know. I think you can explore like wine or rye barrels. Yeah, or mm-hmm. even like or, tequila could be interesting. Yeah, tequila or red wine. Yeah, mm. red wine. Actually, I like that but idea. To, to accentuate the yeah. fruity side, I don't know. Maybe tequila just, would bring out the spiciness of it, though. Yeah. 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 It's it's a really interesting beer. Or Just gin. looking at the the color, Ooh, gin could be good because of the botanicals. Yeah, like looking at the color compared to the West Coast, like it's like this deeper brown. Yeah, is this? Uh-huh. Does anyone remember? Is that the color of Arrogant Blaster? Because I had it. Yeah, I had a bottle in Denmark. So did you even look at it? Yeah, yeah, I would have. Done I remember the same. being dark. Maybe slightly more amber. I don't know, but like mm. it was always dark. It's just such a like, you know, what's interesting. It's like, you know how whenever you do anything in life, you kind of always want to put that experience in a box, like to understand the parameters of what is this supposed to be? And particularly with something like beer, whilst the style technically like shouldn't matter kind of as what we were saying earlier, do you like it? Cool, then drink it. But I'm, I'm sort of like struggling to put it into a box because I think you're right there, Max. It's like an imperial loose, which is probably the closest thing. No, what do you reckon, Kev? Is the mini uh, Bali wine you think is more accurate? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm uh, I'm not happy with the the term Rousse because <laughs> the, the term Rousse to me is like a, an Irish a red ale, which is absolutely bland to me. But yeah. like, I like the all the bitter style from the England side and with the the noble malt and everything. So I, I'd rather like an imperial a ASB. Yeah, ESV bitter, uh, even English Perel. Yeah, just because the word Rus is such like has been so much everywhere. You can have a Rus from any breweries, and like it's mostly the the first beer you're gonna try because you like a bit of the caramel. Mm. But this is way more complex than a Rus. But maybe it's just a it's just a concept to me that. You said rose. I'm going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually agree with you. You're right. I had a few ESBs lately, and I think you're exactly right. It feels like a, a ramped up version of that with the, the a little bit more like, I feel like I'm almost 
now? Like, has there been a dark fruit to this? Like some raisins? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Some some dates too. Oh, for sure. Raisins and dates. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Um, It's it's, it's such an interesting thing. And I think that like, you know, like you were saying, I think someone said earlier, like this is a style that I don't think has ever existed in Quebec. And our palates now, even though all of us have been drinking craft beer for quite some time, our palates now are like so adjusted to the modern trendy shit, whether it's crispies or haze or smoothies or pastries or whatever it might be. This is so, it's a, like, like Noah said that the Guillaume mentioned that it's like a blast to the past type of thing. Yeah. Um, when you smell it, but I'm, I'm struggling to place it. Like what is, what am I drinking? You know, it's, it's an interesting experience because all it's the unique. other beers, yeah, super unique. And all the other beers are very obvious. You know, there's crispy, there's a stout, there's West Coast. Cool. They're in the buckets. I understand what that is. This is a, it's an, I was going to say challenge. That's not the right word. It's like, it's like a, it's a, it's a different experience. Drinking it's like a it. rediscovery. It's a rediscovery of. Yeah. 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 Attacking yeah. craft beer. And for ourselves, well, for Max for brewing it. <clears throat> and then for ourselves for trying to describe it. Yeah. And I wasn't ready for that <clears throat> beer at all the other beers yeah. i really enjoyed it but this one i was like oh shit okay <laughs> what is this <laughs> and i'm like i want more uh, i want more of that style you know and if if that beer thanks to the pack could be more popular a bit like the Schwarz beer you know the Schwarz yeah. beer have been like going hard lately you know it's it's coming back and like it's well made it's often highly drinkable i'm like oh the strong ale could be like the next step, you know, the next sports beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I'd like to. It would be cool. Yeah, I was going to say like what. Uh, you yeah, go, on, Max. Please, sorry, dude. Okay, yeah. For a point of view, uh, like uh, I am a producer and I like to do like dark layers. And you know, you mentioned Schwartz beer and that kind of stuff, but uh, I guess uh, you. You know it uh, at like an it maybe doesn't sell well, but you know yeah. I, I want it. You know I want it to be back on the market and like people enjoy it <clears throat> like in their everyday life. But it's not it's not the same. Like the customers have their own taste, and you can just put it right into their mouth. You know, just there. There is that kind of. St- Tile that we we really enjoy, but you know people are not you know not yeah they're not gonna buy it and they're not gonna make Brasserie General floats you know you need to do and to go with the aces but like this is yeah <laughs> I feel like Quebec's version of this beer is is a Belgian double like that you know Ooh. seven to eight percent but dark sticky instead raisins. of hoppy and uh, bitter, it's uh, phenolic and well, like, yeah, more phenolic or whatever. You eat. But it, but I feel like it's in that realm of sweet versus bitter versus whatever. It's a rich beer, but it's not yeah, as I, rich as an imperial stout or barley wine. I think mm. the double is like more uh, more sweet and uh, heavy than this one. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like the bitterness helps cut yeah. through this because I still find it pretty rich. It's just drinkable because of yeah. that, but I don't know in terms of gravity or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spirit is, uh, is rich, but definitely the, the bitterness helps cut through all the sugars. And, yeah. But yeah, it's a little bit sweeter than the, the, the previous one we got. Mm. What's the response been? And I know this is like, this shit is uh, like... Before, what, like, before the response, I would, I would go into the mm. promotion. Okay, we can talk about that. I, I would dance into the promotion before the response. On I love it. By the way, I just, <laughs> I always appreciate having another podcaster on. It's just like, it, it, it kind of, I almost feel like I can just chill. It's awesome. I appreciate you. Um, no, Let me take it from the top. Um, right. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the, the promo. How we promo this stuff. It was a, it was a whole... Yes. Um, from the beginning, we knew that we would have something organized. We knew that we would uh, come up with an idea together. I'm very lucky that uh, Chris Kells from The Agonist, who does a lot of video stuff for Vox and Hops, and me got drunk at Brewski in October <laughs> and wanted to come up with an idea together to promote something together. He had this idea, and I knew that would be perfect for Sejus Sabiayo. So that's what we did. Let's talk about the promotion of this project and uh, what steps we took to make it happen. Yes. We could start with uh, the experience of hanging out together and talking smack um, at Turbo House. Shout out to Turbo House for letting us film there because they're amazing. Um, Let's talk about filming that promo stuff and how that all came to be. That was so much fun. Um, It was at a time where things were just about to start opening up, but they hadn't yet. So we hadn't seen people for a while. And so we went to Turbo House uh, while they were closed and sat in a circle, but pretty far away from each other. So it was safe and all that. But it was, you know, the idea, I don't want to, I don't want to steal anyone like the thunder behind, like the actual idea. I'd love Matt for you to explain that, you know, like what it is a parody of or whatever. Oh yeah, it was but, definitely, it was, uh, but it was Kels's idea. He, he really wanted to do like okay. a parody of that 70s show. Originally the idea was for Brutal Montreal, um, where it would be the bands walking down the street and then we'd all walk into Corona, which is the venue that was Brutal Montreal. And it, it, it didn't work out with event co. So, so, this is where we 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 recycled the idea for for CJS IBI. So so Kels, Kels has had this idea for for months and months, and we we just used it for this project because we thought it was just so perfect. So and he like, really had the idea of like really like us talking smack against each other, um, making fun of each other until people arrive. And Kels is I didn't amazing. realize it was all that that was that was his uh, original idea. It so it's, it's a play on that seventies show, yeah. which is the scene in the basement where. With every episode, yeah, or often where they would end up getting high together and then the camera would shift from one person to the other or whatever. But uh, for me, it was just such a blast to like come up with ad lib insults for each other. Like that was one of the most entertaining times I've had in a very long time. We did, it was a little bit of work too. It was four or five hours long sitting in that one chair and just like doing take after take but like there were moments Kels where... knows when he's good like Kels knows when he gets something and yeah. he like we, we did like a whole intro thing and then I've never spoken to him about this and I haven't seen him since so I haven't asked him but once he started making us do it over and over again I think he already knew in his mind that he was scrapping everything that we did before that <laughs> <laughs> like the whole like yeah. trying 
important to yeah to create the 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 the, the like almost more scripted yeah. and then we and, just and we had a few meetings i think we had two three meetings to, to like fuck around what we were going to do and we had to be and then i'll let craig pick up on this is uh the PC police on ourselves because there's certain yeah. limits that we wanted to poke <clears throat> to make it be like beyond we we're basically being parodies of ourselves is, is what we wanted it to be and we wanted to poke fun on the toxicity in the scenes via the parodies of ourselves but we had to be careful about what is PC uh, with my experience of cryptopsy your experience of what happened with you in the past and what's going on with the cancel culture right now. We wanted to be very aware of what was acceptable, even if it's, we're just making fun of each other. Exactly. One thing I, I just want to say, and I don't think I told you this, Matt, but when we were filming, you were going so over the top that like, <laughs> I was like, what's he doing? Like, <laughs> so like over the top. And then when you watch it on film, it's just so fucking good. Like it was brilliant. Like because I I, I always well, I'm always kind of like the straight man or whatever. Like I'm I'm always very like it's my thing. Um, but you were just like going at it hard, and in person it felt weird. And then when you watch it, it was like this fucking like my favorite scene of the whole thing is how many I mean, it, it, it's you but it's also his editing which he did brilliantly where you're yeah. it, it goes back to you again saying no but for real like it's gonna be this and like the black that, velvet that, thing that's, that's a real idea that's, and that's then, a like, real yeah. <laughs> you told real me about that idea, cool it, idea. <laughs> it's your <laughs> and then the ass like you just screaming pens to craig and craig just like <laughs> like he has that perfect look and he's like, what are you, 12? No, we were so um, lucky. Kels is amazing. He's done <laughs> music videos for countless, countless bands, including my own, Cryptopsy, The Agonist, Six Sense, uh, so, so many. He's, he's really amazing. You guys should hire him. Hire him. He's the best. Uh, Mihello did amazing yeah. pictures. Uh, who else wants to talk about this uh, promo thing? We did some reels. We did some trailers. We wanted yeah. to just create the most amount of um, hype uh, discussions. I wanted people to basically understand... Uh, not question, understand, but question what the hell was going on. Basically. Yeah, and like you said, we, we had to job. be. We I think we did a good job of it, but we were because I had been in the situation where I had been in the the hot seat before. I didn't want any of us to deal with that shit because of something that was so positive. Because so many people, so many brands would have been affected, and. I, I kind of, I think if this was in Ontario, I think it'd be a different situation. I think we're fortunate in Quebec. People aren't as uptight, maybe is the word, uh, which in hindsight is valuable. Um, but it was, it was really fun experience doing this thing and sort of, you know, we had the meetings and figured it out. And we're like, I hope people understand that we're just fucking around. We're not, you know, we're not attacking each other and actually recording. It was, I, I found it really difficult because I genuinely love all you guys and I didn't want to, I, I had trouble making fun of you. Like it was hard for me. Hilarious for that. It was just difficult. Like obviously me and Kevin tell each other terrible things all day long on here, but every time I see Kevin, we hug. And it's, you know, obviously the, the, <laughs> the fun of making, you know, me and, and, and another group chat, it's me and Noah going at each other all the time and stuff like that. So it's like fun, but we, 
when you're saying it to someone's face that you don't mean it, I found it difficult, but I thought all of you guys did such an exceptional job. Like you guys cracked the fuck up. All of yeah. you did such a great job. Gab, you were so funny as well. Like, yeah. cause you were opposite. Gab was opposite me. So I couldn't really see you most of the time because the camera was in the way. So I really okay. got to see it after like watching. And I'm the- small. So yeah. <laughs> you're like down. Kelsey's like the burger. You remember I was, yeah. Sitting on a big, uh, b- because uh, we had to be the like, same height. We had yeah. to be yeah. height when he rotated. Yeah, that's funny. I forgot that. It was no, just I so still... like well done. Yeah, I had to sit on something too. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just such a like funny big thing. Beer, like, big big beer reviews, small stature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, me too. Like... I was feeling very like I was so 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 anxious. Um, I was asking um, to my friend to talk shit about you, and I was writing like, like <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say about them. And one of my friends say, uh, my boyfriend say, yeah, but you can talk about Noah just doing some black black background. I never think about it. I'm just it's just the picture that he did. But oh yeah, finally it was so <laughs> funny. Or um, yeah, I don't know. But what the other thing that I... anyways, so I I have to ask my friend because I didn't know what to say. And like I'm I'm not very good when um I I was mannequin, so I'm okay with the camera, but not the, the, the movie camera. So that's exactly uh, what you said to me. The, the first time we, we sat down there, you looked up the, the netting that he held over the light, and you're like, last time I saw one of those, I was naked underneath and I was 16. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's what you told me. 16. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I missed that. someone's but, going no, to okay. jail. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's no, 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 no. I was <laughs> IT. Nineteen. Nineteen. Sorry, sorry. I was my bad. I'm sorry. Okay. I was gonna oh, say. No, no, I was nineteen. No one's going to jail. That makes sense. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. But it was just so funny. Well, yeah. maybe Matt. Like all of y'all were just so funny, and I felt like we were all no- like obviously all of us have experience in front of cameras, but like yeah, it was a different type of situation, and I knew that because we're all friends, all we had to do was do it for five minutes, ten minutes, a few tests, and then we get in the swing of it. And I found that we did mm-hmm. that. Obviously, Kevin came in at the end. So he, you know, you had to come and get used to it. Like, ever know your scene was at the end, you know, you were like, man, like, come on, you guys have been doing this for like three hours. I came in here right now. And that was a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was your mindset when you came in? I've never asked you this question. Well, we took the Metro home that night and I went to bed and I was like buzzing and I had a hard time going to sleep. But well, what was your mindset when you walked in and you watched us? Dude, uh, I thought you guys script or you were just like so so focused into it i was like what the fuck i couldn't be doing that shit like i was it, it I took a while to get there. Uh, yeah but like same took a while i'm like oh this is fun i'm making fun of you guys okay you fuck up your line and everything and then i'm like oh i have to say the last line uh, i didn't do shit for like three hours i'm like yeah. oh the stress <laughs> i was just Nailed. screaming Bushy, bushy, and <laughs> I was thinking, oh my god, my mom will hate me so much. <laughs> but you Did you have to do that line a bunch of times because it was a long one, so yeah. you to like. And and what it, it comes back to the chat we're having, you know, and like everybody is like respectful, uh, respectful, sorry, about each other, and and during the 
the filming was the same same stuff you know nobody was like um crossing boundaries or anything everybody was really like polite and like okay this is fun we need we need to do it by like, like the next hour and what went super good for that you know it shows in the video thanks to chris but like it shows like you guys did a great job Thank you. How, about, how about you, Max? Um, did you feel, did you know that we would give you something like this? Did you ever imagine that we would give you a promotional tool <laughs> such as what we did? Did you ever imagine that? Uh, honestly, uh, Chris did a really good job on this one. Um, I didn't expect anything at all. You know, he, the, the whole meeting was set up in Montreal. I was still in Quebec, pretty busy, and it was like, Okay, cool. They're going to make a video nice and on based on that 70 show. And I was like, okay, cool. And you guys just put the whole concept into it. And the more I the more I watch it like uh on repeat, and the more I was like getting more the subtle things, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I like I like how so how you guys uh just act for the show. And I kind of say uh, I really enjoy uh, watching you, Matt, uh, doing like your shit, like so positive, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you, you were like, dude, was just you, were, like you didn't give a shit at all what yeah. they were saying. You were like, oh shit, have you seen his uh, her post? And like black metal, velvet. <laughs> The real idea. It's coming. 2020, 2023. It's coming. <laughs> well, when we are all screaming on each other, you can hear Matt screaming. And Craig say, What I like the your fuck? Shirt. She's screaming at me in oh, Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be honest, uh, I don't know how the, the person did ever notice that, you know, uh, Craig was, was talking about the vegemity. Like yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I never understood that at all. It was like kind of too fast and too like, like if you had a potato in your mouth, then I was like, <laughs> okay, I didn't get it at all. But that's the awesome. whole the whole film was like really cool. And we had a lot of fun watching it at Beijing. Okay. Um, you know what's fun about it is like people thought at like 90% that it was like a next podcast or a series of like shitting on each other's or on product on beer because what about the what's beautiful about it's just la beer. That makes sense actually. I didn't think yeah. that they would have thought that, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. So it makes sense. And like people are like, oh wait, it's a four pack. I'm like, yeah, always been. It's just a beer. It's just a beer. And like that's fun because people are like resonating with the fact that it's just beer from uh, a lot of sides. People love to see each other shitting on smoothies and everything because mm -hmm. they feel the same way. And this is where it's just la beer is like really important you know people like connecting to it mm. they're connecting to the fun we had and they're connecting to to the message of it mm. uh, next yeah. step i want to talk about uh, obviously yeah yeah branding just so damn good so yeah. easy um max i discovered um thanks to you um Thank you. i 
love him and and this can is like an, an assembly of lots of our yeah. implications obviously craig and i have the same beer face very convenient <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous that it is that way but it is the way that it is um you had sent me the the, the first options of what it was going to be and i obviously chose my metal face there was another option of, of me with a very happy face that i didn't like but the colors were this and yeah. kevin said it should be these colors so so let's talk about the creation of the, the can art and uh ramey lasser illustrations uh is fucking amazing you've been working with them for a long time let's talk about the creation of everything that came into the branding of the cans yeah, uh, Romain is, um, you know, is kind of our key key part for our recent success. Yeah. And I have so much fun working with him. Uh, Romain is kind of a creative guy. Uh, I just imagine it when him, I just imagine him when I just pitch a name and saying, okay, here's the name. Here's the beer. Here's the guy. The the deadlines, and I just you know keep picturing him like I, I don't I don't even know if he smoke weed, but I just imagine him like smoking a big <laughs> cliff and kind of uh, okay 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 making version of thing. But his artwork is kind of have you, have you ever met that am I saying yeah yeah okay. uh, just the way you're speaking is this video. He, you guys he, he never came uh, he came by Quebec City uh, right before the the release we had on uh, on uh, Valentine's Day okay. and I just gave him a ride to the the, the Charlebourg Brewery and just giving him a big case and we just discuss discuss a lot of things we spent the whole uh, uh, the whole afternoon together and. You know, if we keep focus on the, the process of the whole thing, the whole project, uh, Romain, he likes to work with us because he get that creative and that, you know, that I think that line where he, we, we like funky things, like we like to explore, like we, we, we don't want uh, to, to cross the, 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 the social line you know that that could get us in trouble but sometimes with names we like to play with you know some some, some did, did some he do line. Horacio? yeah yeah it is <laughs> it, uh, actually uh, the, the Horacio is the the beer that you know made us met together and it just write to us on instagram and say <laughs> hey i like the idea i want to make the label and it was like Okay, really? who the fuck are I didn't you? know that. Okay. <laughs> very, very, very cool. His, his website, and I saw that he already did like a lot of labels for Le Grand Bois. Yeah. And Romain did seize us. Uh, no, I, I don't think I could say that, but in, in the, in French, in the Cerné. Donc, he, he made the difference between Beige and the Hambo and we just... Finding your identity, yeah. Or, and like, about that identity, this is, yeah, now you're stuck with Romain, with the new recipe to, and everything. <laughs> and like, yeah. this, but this is great because people, when they see it, they don't see Le Grand Bois, they see Brasserie Générale. And yeah. it keeps going and going and like, you know, just by the, the color palette, and by the design, this is Beige. It was so, super, super important for us to have a, a continuity. 
So, yeah. uh, Romain is part of it. And about the, c'est juste la bière, uh, the four pack, I just pitched in the, the whole idea, the main, the main idea. And it was really fun to, to share with you, you know, the, the, to kind of see the, the process. Like to mm. share to you the, the first. It's always amazing to get three options, right? Yeah, That's what a lot yeah. of design designers typically send three options. Yeah, and then you and get to choose you, you what have, we like. You have those three versions, and you're like, okay, I like it from this one. I like it from this one. I like it from this one. Can we make like a blend of this? And as you guys, uh, as you guys said earlier, uh, you had uh, an option of like a more like not hardcore faces, but kind of. A, more realistic uh, Craig face and Matt face <laughs> and there was a version where you were like kind of too happy <laughs> like kind of too uh, okay yeah I'm like uh, I like buddy, that he but likes happy man we, I, I was like face we chose a oh, color like we're releasing we a happy man so <laughs> it just bring us right here to the the logo the Sejus de la Bia and that was like really hard to find to, I think the hardest part of this project was to decide the logo, the colors, and everything because <laughs> the rest went pretty easy. But this was like, okay, I looked at it in the morning at 12 p.m. I'm like, I want the number three, and then everybody changed their mind in the same day. Like, okay, number two is good, but number three yeah, is good too. I like was like we like blended them. Yeah, especially having like six person involved, it's kind of yeah. Difficult, but uh, it was pretty easy. You know, uh, the easiest project I've ever done. This is a massive project, and this is the easiest yeah. one I've ever done. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was like the continuity of all the the, the process we had along the way, mm. and so it was not difficult at all. To be honest, it was just like everybody like get the they get, just gave their opinions, but kind of. Mm, it goes like the whole project, like straightforward. Like uh, we had a we had a destination, and we just go right through it and having fun. Also, and now, uh, here, and now here we are. Where where is this going? Back where Craig was going before. What is the re reception of where yeah. we're at? How is like to, from what you guys have seen, both in the media side like do people think we're yelling at each other we're a bunch of assholes and also from the beer because the pack is you know it's bitter forward it's traditional styles with a twist every single one of them are, got a little twist on there um you know what from both sides from this is, goes to everybody what have you seen i mean i've only seen positive comments people are like fuck yeah this is awesome um and laughing at the videos and and how everyone's yelling at each other and stuff and the, the different lines everybody has like a nice little singer in there nice little like funny lines like yeah what's the vibes i mean i guess the, the beer would probably be mostly for kevin and max and for the other guys like what have you seen for um but the promo mine's is already on on tap and people bash it <laughs> because it's too Did bitter they? yeah really? it's too bitter for them <laughs> Maybe they should stick to water. Yeah. <laughs> too bitter. Right. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. But, uh, it was I, funny. It was a funny <laughs> comment. Uh, also, we, we have to take uh, note that uh, all untapped users, it's just about their own taste and not like but, about yeah. the quality of the beer. So That's true. Uh, I, I go take, with take the, 
Yeah, I don't read the God Save the Opie Bitch review. I was so traumatized. There was a guy who was saying, oh, it's so weird, the white beer. I'm like, what? it's a black IP. What you don't understand? <laughs> he was like, like it was a, a white beer. Well, so at this moment, I was like, fuck on tap. <laughs> yeah, uh, on tap is a tool, so you, you have to... You know, with the whole this whole project, uh, just with the orientation of the products, you know, I just know from the beginning that, you know, you cannot like, you cannot take it and four words because it's not going to New England IPs or big sours and that kind of yeah. stuff. So, right on, you're like, okay, uh, let's fuck it. We're old school. And so it's not it's not the people we, we want to talk to. It's exactly. The whole project is like c'est juste la bière, so just let's go back to to a time capsule, as uh, I think Kev just said, and you just cracked the can and you said, okay, yeah, I'm fucking ten ten years back. So I like it. This is the whole idea of the project. It's just. C'est juste la bière, like, let's fuck the, the snobbies, man, and have fun along the whole process. Thanks. Yeah, couldn't agree more, man. I just, just I want to keep going. I just want to take a screenshot because I'm seeing my cameras flashing red and I actually don't know what happens in Zoom if uh, we do it. So I'm going to take a screenshot for the thumbnail for YouTube. <laughs> so do you want to hold up some, maybe just hold up your own can. Yeah. yeah. And then Max and Kev can hold up whatever. Everyone ready? Oh, there you go. Should we, we try and reproduce the, the face on yes. the hand? Oh, that is stunning. Okay, we can keep going. I just wanted to uh, get that before uh, that dies, just in case. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope people do understand. I hope people will go into it and be like, oh, what's an American strong ale? And they'll come out of it. I'm talking the drinkers here. We're you know, learning something about a style because maybe they were, you know, they know what a West Coast is. They know obviously what a stout is. They know what a Pilsner is. Like, what the fuck is a strong ale? And you know, they get to try it. And I feel like all four of these beers now drinking them all back to back. There, it has a theme. There's a theme here with that bitterness, with that dryness, um, with the balance, with the quality here, which everyone expects from BG. It's, I think, it's just like an interesting bunch of beers with an obvious theme and you can tell you look at this you can tell there's a lot of work and that's gone a, into this it's a deep theme too you know it's a deep four packs you can be like a beginner in uh, in craft beer and enjoy it and then you yes. can be like a bit more expert and when i say expert i'll make sure i don't know shit and you guys don't know shit too it's uh it's a work in progress right mm -hmm. that like you can you can find your palate will find some different stuff that you wouldn't have two years ago. And it's it's an easy drinking pack for everybody. And this is what makes it super interesting for everybody. Like, you can't not like it. If you don't like it, you don't like beer. You, I mean, you don't know where beer is from, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not about a logo. It's not about a logo, right? Not at all. The opposite. Yeah, I think I'm just really proud of this project. Like sort of in summary here, like I feel like I'm like 
I feel like I'm I'm proud of what we put together. It's been a, an absolute pleasure doing this with you guys. Like you know, Matt was saying, it's easy. It's probably one of the easiest projects I've done as well. As far as like we all figured it out pretty quickly. It took a while to do it. You know, we started talking about it in October. Now it's March. So it's about six months, but. You know, we had to figure it out. Max had to build it into his brewing schedule. He had to do four different beers. Yeah. One of them he had to dump. One of them had to sit for six weeks and had canning issues. Like, you know, it was a an ordeal. And, you know, it was, there were so many different moving parts. There's six of us plus Romain plus Chris Kells for the video. And, you know, it's just even just figuring out the stuff as small as the rolling out, you know, me and Matt, because I have a social media agency and Matt does this a lot. So we just figured it out. You guys trusted us, which I really appreciated. We're like, hey guys, what are we doing? Boom, me and Matt figured it out. And it was, everyone kind of played their role really well. And like, I don't know, I, I fuck with you guys, man. I love you all. I think you're all just wonderful I'm proud human of beings. Us. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was an absolute pleasure. My, my, my finishing question is what's next? And that's oh. a complex question. Let, so let's you say we had two? Let, let's let's say that, that, that it goes well. Max has been fucking around with the question of if it all sells and it goes well, yeah. we're going to do this again. I'm interested in that. But but my question really is, and it's something that came up during the Baron Mag uh, interview, an idea that I had. What? How can we take this message even further? Oh, I have the, I have the perfect answer for it. We need to <laughs> we need to reach La Poche Bleue. <laughs> now my, 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 my answer for, for Leonardo was was what if we fragment the team yeah. and we we each go somewhere across the globe, whether it be Quebec or somewhere else, and we create the same project in a different territory with three other influencers, beer media people. Like, okay. like COVID, you know. That's my idea for this, like how we can spread this idea. Yeah. It would be really cool, but like they need we need to find people that share the same love and energy yeah. from it. Yeah. You know? To be and honest, even in Ontario, there's not the same amount of people like i really couldn't put the same I, I feel like there's not what we have here in quebec with us and there's a couple of others as well there isn't really even in ontario which i'm also i'm kind of 50 50 with the two i don't have the same out there i'm not gonna lie it's actually it's interesting strange. it's interesting how it, we're so connected and we're so involved yeah i'm really grateful for it when i was thinking it was i can't remember why i was thinking about it recently or i had to do something recently and i couldn't come up with the same it was very easy for me to come up with oh yeah all my people in quebec boom, 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 boom. and then on entire i'm like oh well this nate yeah and then i don't you know what i'm saying like i didn't yeah. really have anybody but yeah else. well I, I don't i can't tell if it if it's just the cultural thing or if even social media plays a role in it because Quebec is very Facebook centric. Um, and I think Facebook just does a better job of creating that kind of community. Yeah. Um, it's not to praise Facebook by any stretch, um, but I'm praising. It's they pay more, my bills. Let's go. I, feel, I, I don't know. There's just something about the Quebec beer scene. That's tight. Like, like, if you just think about all the Facebook groups that the Quebec beer scene has, there's like 10 of them, right? There's always been a bunch and one will die and a new one will come and that one will die or whatever. I've been watching it for 10 years, but in, in, in Ontario or the rest of Canada, 
There's like kind one. of groups or like there was the Canada mm. craft beer and then that eventually died. Um, so we need to do a Tilly reality show from the <laughs> keeping up with the of uh, Brewery and Quebec. <laughs> I was not, not a bad idea. I say that because um, before the podcast, I was looking with Emil uh, a new TV show on Netflix, and this is the, it's just Australian Byron um, Bass influencer. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. I, I started yeah, watching it too. I, <laughs> I go to their uh, their Instagram, and they have less followers than me. Wow. Yo, they have a TV show? What? <laughs> I don't want TV show. I, I got you, Happy B. My my neighbor works in TV. I, I got you. You want to put that? Could be an idea though. Like, because I watched that show. I feel like there could be something there. Like four of us a, in a house yeah. Ooh. Oh. with beer. We, we, we need we need PA six of us seventy eight though. Bucks and no. Bring mine. Like a, a yes, no. Like a, I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. But as as the, as the brewery, though, honestly, though, like like you did the smaller brew of this. Is, is the idea of, of doing this in a bigger batch an option? Yeah, I think. But um, the idea of the whole four pack, uh, I think it could be uh, reconsidered. We could do it like periodically like so just able to uh oh they keep changing it or okay we change yeah, the stuff like, yeah. 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 so do you, do you want to maybe, rotate the the participants the, the beer media people or just just the, the no. style I, okay. I don't know yeah, maybe, yeah shut up maybe the, 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 the style should <laughs> i'm be, asking the question <laughs> i love you what if we do say, say just our, our 12 pack <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 12 pack. Uh, no, but the idea is good. If if we keep if we if we uh, are really popular with that four pack, which we are already, like we can do another one in six months or next year, like for the second version of it, and people will crave for it because it's be more like actually, unique and really everything. smart to do it that way. Actually, yeah, I do like the idea of like changing up the styles because you've already got the artwork. We could just like change the colors or something. Well, that's what and I then, was thinking. Like, yeah, four keep new different beers with the same cans, but we just shift. The what, what if we fuck with a different like? Classic TV show where we're also yeah, like from each other in a different context. Though. That would be amazing. Yeah, maybe we, we should sell the concept to the dragon. See, you know, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> will work really well. We could have like a thirty. Uh, it could be a movie. It could be a movie. <laughs> yeah, and keep going it up. Honestly, uh, it could work. I'm not joking. The things that I've seen on Netflix that got money is unbelievable. Like <laughs> the quality of my YouTube videos are better than the shit I've seen on Netflix. So I'm like, all right, there's definitely something here. If we have a cool concept, I feel like all we have to do is cause a bit of fake drama. It's always, and there's like a pattern for these shows. Cause I tip and I watch them too. Like do you have a thing? They're planning an event. You invite the person you don't like to an event. You go to the event, you have the drama. Then there's another event and everyone bitching about it. It's like this this whole thing. It's hilarious. It's just yeah. like this like French English yeah. blended uh thing, and that could be, you know, shower niche picture, for Quebec. no shower picture. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> just in the shower, just like ah yeah, okay, let's fucking go. <laughs> it would be called cunts. That's it. <laughs> 
gonna get me you canceled, know? you guys, man. Twice, <laughs> twice. I didn't say shit. But <laughs> <laughs> it's the Quebec Wild. I love Beyonce. Yeah. This is a good project. I'm happy that, you know, six months is typically how long it takes for me to accomplish things that I get drunk and think about. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that this is happening, has come to fruition. I'm proud of it. The beers are amazing. Uh, you guys couldn't be any better. Amazing yep. content creators. Very happy to be a part of it with you. Kevin, you know, I love you. I come and talk to you at least three times a week. Lots of love to you all. Yes. Max, you killed it on the beers. I had no doubt on that. Um, Always. Let's see what, what people think about this and let's make amazing things together in the future. I would love if to. I, if I yes, can say something, there are lots of people so far are resonating with the idea of Sages Labier and people from the industry, people from outside. And this is if we can keep that hashtag and conversation going, this is a we, it's already a big win, but it's going to be like a bigger win if we can make people think the same way we did. And I'm sure people are, are pissed about some of the behaviors we see. Mm. So it's amazing for that. I love that. I agree. I couldn't agree more, man. I think it's a real positive thing that we're, we're pushing here. The mes message is positive and... You know, if hopefully people are, are, are learning about beer along the way, learning about Lacanet, learning about DG if they didn't already know it. Uh, showing, so I think it's important that we're showing some unity, like that we're all together doing this. We don't have to do this shit together. Everyone, all, all you know. oh, fuck, fuck the competition. That's a, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about that earlier, and I forgot to. That like we could very easily have been all against each other. Very but easily, we chose not to be. We, we yeah. chose, I mean, that's it. it comes from, for myself, like from the mindset of being a musician, you go on tour with someone, you're a crew of people, you're, you're putting on a show together. And that's, I think that's where my sense of, let's just collaborate. And when I hit you up back in the day, Craig, I don't I remember. remember. Oh, I remember. I was early. like, let's, let's just, let's just do some shit together. And you were like, let's do it. And, and from there I met Noah and I met everyone. I remember doing a beer night with you and Noah and saying, do you know this girl, Hoppy, like Gabby? It was before we had Hoppy Bill. You know this girl, Gabby? She likes beer. She was at my my one-year anniversary party. And uh, do you know this girl? And, and I, I love bringing people together. I love it. It excites me so much. I love working with people. I can tell. Yeah, you're the best at it. It's yeah, it, It's been so cool to do that. Yes, Maxwell. Oh, he's just, he's just metal. We're just doing metal. I love it. No, it's great. We've got, we got a great bunch of people, man. As long as we're, if we're promoting positivity, we're working together, everybody benefits. I mean, look, that's really all we can ask for. And if we're able, uh-oh, how do I change we my lost. camera? <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> we can yeah. hear you. We yeah. can yeah. hear you. Yeah. 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 You see the video at the bottom? Yeah. The best so like your, we, we hear you, we don't see you. There we go. Oh, look, you even see the camera right there. Boom. All right. We got yeah. it back. Look, you still look good, though. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate it. No, it's good. I feel like we were, I didn't know what would happen. So that's actually really interesting. That's what happens when it does it. Okay. But yeah, no, it's been cool. Like working together. And I was saying, I think it's just the other day. I just, I just like that. What this represents is this unity with all of us with you know, a store, like, you know, bringing in a store that's been an active part of it. And then the brewery, you know, to, to bring it to life, who believes in the, the, the vision as well. Cause once again, not, you know, nobody has to believe in this shit. It could just be some ideas where a drunk, like, yo, let's fucking do this. But everybody was down for it. And I hope that, that I hope that it's a, uh, a good example 
for people to see and they can be like, hey man, like all of these people, you know, rock with each other, just like the breweries rock with each other, which is a big inspiration for all of us, I imagine, just to see how friendly everybody is, how much they help each other out and be like, well, you know, let's be like that. You know, I met Noah back in the day, Matt, when we connected and so on and so forth. We're all just like, all right, bring in new people. If anyone vouches for anyone that's like, oh yeah, they're cool. They're, they're doing, they care. They're doing content that's valuable. They're whatever, spending their time, energy, money, and whatever it might be and making stuff. And, and if we are able to all contribute to shining a light on positivity, but just craft beer and bringing people in, to the industry and, and just doing some cool ass creative things, you know, at a weird time in human history, this is a fucking weird time to be alive for real. And it's, yeah. you know, lots of strange things happening at all times. No one knows what to think. No one knows what's going on, but we are able to make cool things like this happen. And you know, it's that, the I'm first time no one's done the shit like this. I've never seen anything. One like brewery, four content creators, one craft beer store. No one's yep. done this shit. Yeah. No, nothing. For the like love that. of beer, for the love of the community. Yeah, no man. one's done this shit. No, I'm super grateful. So if there's any, you know, I'd love to just, you know, like, keep, obviously, we've got the chats. Let's, you know, keep it going. Let's keep pushing this. Let's make sure we sell through. Max gets, gets that guap. Kev gets that cash. You know the fuck what I'm saying? And then we'll <laughs> just see what's going on from there and just do, do some more interesting, cool things that will continue to contribute. I just want to keep giving back and contributing. That's what we're all here for. That's what we're all doing. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm grateful to be a part of it. You guys are all champions. All right. Even Kevin. Good. Even Kevin. <laughs> Even me. Whoever that guy is. You know, we love you, Kev. <laughs> yeah, um, he was kind of the motivated motivate guy, you know? Yeah, he's a motivational keep, figure. Yeah. Keeps it going. Yeah. He's the glue. <laughs> Someone say the, the semen. He's the semen that holds it all together, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh, I like all these emojis. Gav's got that pumpkin. Hey, next. Yeah. Team pumpkin, team lactose, team latte, pumpkin spice latte. I like, I like pumpkins. I don't like fucking lactose. No, no like, we could do a pumpkin. Sp- we could do a whole pumpkin spice pack in October. That, that's that's with four origins, though. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you guys aren't basic enough. Be more basic. All right. Um, guys, this has been awesome. Uh, thank you all for taking the time and hanging out tonight. This was really great. Um, I just enjoyed enjoy like cracking the beers for the first time with you all and uh so fucking impressed so Yay. let's go around everyone tell everybody where they can find you online um to my immediate that side is kevin i don't know if everyone sees the same screen no no oh i have kevin right here because that's what everyone else at home will be go seeing okay where can yeah. you see uh yeah you can find me on OnlyFans at Oras <laughs> there's 50 percent off on my website right now Okay, okay. I know, yeah. and, and I bought, like, last week before it went on sale, and now I'm pissed. I don't know why you didn't fucking you know, warn me. If you, if you want, you can come see me at La Canette Villeray. I'll, I'll hook you up. We airdrop it to you, don't worry. <laughs> Better. He's got these special videos, 15 bucks for, like, three minutes of action. I don't know, but... Uh, he'll, last he'll, time you didn't even lick it's, your It's hand. just him stocking the fridges at La Canette, though. <laughs> you know it. Exclusive content. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Kevin, tell me to find you aside from aside from your OnlyFans, because obviously you want that. Oh yeah, it's on the La Canette Villeray. You can find us in the Villeray on the corner of uh, Castelnau and Saint Hubert. So uh, come say hi. What we have good beers. So so ask for BG because you'll always have some. 
Oh, yeah. You're damn right. Uncle Max, where can everyone find you and Brasserie Generale, sir? Uh, um, Brasserie uh, BG, Brasserie Urbaine, on uh, Instagram, Facebook. We have two locations, one in Limoilou and uh, the main core of the business. Uh, the, the, the main brewery is at Charlebourg. So BG, Brasserie Urbaine, Charlebourg, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Quebec City. Uh, you can find us at mainly at La Canette and some other, you know, some other beer stores. <laughs> Mostly La Canette. Mostly La Canette. And get yeah. the food if you're in Limoilou. Like, 50% of our production goes to La Canette. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog. Grizzly's Aww. happy. He's Grizzly's just, happy. What a fucking cutie. Oh my goodness. I want a dog so bad, bro. Oh, look at these fucking cheeks. The car. I can't even say the word. Um, Gab, <laughs> where can everyone find you online? Uh, mostly on uh, Instagram. I don't really post on Facebook, but if you are only on Facebook, you can find me. So, Uppy Bitch and um, Instagram. And uh, I am on, on OnlyFans too, but I just put some shower beer picture. That's so. it. Exactly. <laughs> and once again, Gab has not received a dick pic. And if anyone wants to, uh, you know. Please do not send me <laughs> don't send Jesus picture. picture. Not Jesus. <laughs> if anything, do not say she is like we're not about the Lord. She does not bangs with the Lord. Okay, oh. we don't bangs with the Lord. Only the baby Jesus. Math. Uh, speaking of the baby Jesus, Matthew, where can everyone find you, sir? Uh, you can find me at voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. Uh, I drop at least one episode a week, typically two. I hang out with metal musicians from around the globe. Over 300 episodes for you to check out. I hang out with them. I talk about their life, music, and craft beer. I drop at least a collab a month. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> he pays for it. Is though. <laughs> I like I like creating beers, so you might be able to find some uh, coming up very soon. Uh, I'm sponsoring a tour called Devastation on the Nation, which is a very cool tour going through the states where there are some Vox and Hops beers that are coming out in many of the cities, and you'll be able to join them at the show or at after parties or pre-show parties. Check out the Vox and Hops website for more details about that. Love it. And Mr. Forrest. Um, well, you can find me on beersand.ca, the, the actual site, or um, online on various social media platforms as beerism. Wonderful. And (laughs) wow, that was very straightforward. I was if anyone has any plugins for fireworks or any sort of lights, uh, Noah would be interested in uh, acquiring things. Uh, It's what he does. So I can start doing live fireworks like within photobots. I'll hire you. I hire you on tour, dude, as soon as I can. No question. I've only done fire pyro once on stage. It was it was fucking intense. Yeah, I bet it was cool as shit. We should talk about that one. It didn't look as good as like a black background. (laughs) It was really sick. Was the background black? It was dark. So yes. So it was basically a beerism photo. 
Um, and everyone, yes, thank you, thank you so much for watching. And actually, everyone stick around after this and we'll say goodbye uh, after we finish recording. But uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at Beer with Podcast. Check out the long form audio. We are everywhere Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us them five stars if you are a legend. That would be appreciated. We will see you guys in the next episode. Get it in ya. 